Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 139. One, three, nine. We are consistent. Let me tell you. Week after week. Every week. We don't skip a beat unless I go somewhere. Yeah, unless, <laughs> until you go on vacation. I think we missed one because of me. Yeah, I think you're right. I went what on vacation. The, oh, one. yeah. No, no. Yeah, because your mom passed. I think that was. Yeah, that one. So maybe two. Yeah. So yeah. we had that one and then we had, uh, I, I did go on vacation to Cali. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two. There it is. But yeah, man, pretty darn consistent. We make up for it though. We do the bonus episodes, you know. Yeah. Specials. And well, I think that's the first bonus we ever did. But yeah. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man. Totally, totally. I'm trying to hype us. You are yeah. killing me, killing me right now, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess you know some things were kind of cool this week that happened. Yeah, know? dude. Couldn't believe it. I woke up first thing in the morning, and everyone's like mm -hmm. pinging me and. Well, let's just pull it up, right? Yeah, let's just do it. Bam! Do you guys Ooh. see this? On the launcher. On the launcher and tweeted by Diablo Twitter's official Twitter page. We are the yeah. face of podcasts. Yep. Or Blizzard. Confirmed. Uh, they even said on there, our favorite podcast. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Literally. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it was the, they wrote it. Favorite yeah. podcast. And know. this is the only podcast they've ever featured, so... <laughs> the first the only it's crazy the last. yeah <laughs> so no it, it is it is cool though to get a shot i didn't know it was going down uh i just woke up and saw it on twitter and i was like oh that's cool so um pretty awesome yeah man uh this first time since october of 2017 that blizzard's like shout us out so it's it's cool to be to be back on the face yeah. of the, you know, as the face of the launcher, so. Face of the launcher. Yeah. Face of the Twitters. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm sure the, the Blizz team watches the podcast, of course. So, thanks, Blizz team. What other podcasts do you watch, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Pretty so, that, that's darn. pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Um, But, you know, let's just jump into the stuff, right? Well, uh, first up. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, yeah. Listen, if you can't see, if you're listening to the audio version, this week's episode is worthy of the video feed um, yeah. because right now on screen, uh, I guess Maester yeah. decided to use a face app and morph Fluff's picture and my picture together to have a kid. To have a kid. So the new meta kid, that's what he looks like. Mm -hmm. I say he loosely. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, I don't want to assume gender of our child, but. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> he's very pretty. If it's he, yeah, he's a pretty, he's a pretty kid. <laughs> it's it's funny because it does really, really resemble a celebrity. Um, but the Biebs. Yeah, it, it it looks like we made the Biebs. But if you look at the features, it is actually yeah, our features, man. Mm -hmm. Those are my mm -hmm. eyes and my yeah. nose at Fluff's angle. It looks like and my hair volume with Fluff style and. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely my hair. Uh, doesn't have, he doesn't have cornrows or a I said, man I bun. said volume. I said volume. Oh, okay, of hair. okay. Volume of hair. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty interesting picture. It's funny though. So yeah, well done, Maester. And then, um, dude, this is nutty. That is super nutty, dude. I like. I was making emotes and I like downloaded an app 
to like age myself. And it like, it creeps me out because it's so good. Yeah, this looks legit. Like this, this 100% is you in like 25 years. It freaks me out. Like, it's what crazy. is this technology? Is, is this actually know. going into the future? I don't know. Like, I don't look happy that I'm streaming so... at age 75. No, <laughs> it's like, look... God damn, I didn't get clicked. <laughs> Social security's gone. Here we you are streaming. So serious, dude. You're like, I'm going to get you. You, you fucking young bucks. I got you. Yeah, man. Like the, the deep fake stuff's going to get crazy, man. I, I assume at some point it will be a thing where like actors won't be a thing. It'll just be appearances. Like yeah. you'll be like, oh, that's my favorite avatar. Right. You know, we've cast Sean Connery right. to play this role. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, been dead for like 50 years. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Man. It could so, totally be a thing. I know. So pretty cool. Um, but last uh, week, were question. you scared? Oh, were you scared when you doubt? Like, so do you remember when TikTok came out and, and there was like, oh, all your data is being sent to China and this and that? And there was another face morpher app that people were like, oh man, there's taking all your info. When you download like all these things and they're like asking, asking for permission to your camera mm. roll and all that, do you, do you really care? Or are you just like, ah, whatever? I mean, I don't do really much of anything on my phone, but you know, honestly, like, BlizzCon was like more intrusive than some of these apps are. And yeah, uh, the BlizzCon one was pretty nutty, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then to play the Immortal uh, Alpha, I mean, we had, I mean, it seemed like we had to give a lot of right access to Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Which was interesting. Um, yeah, it, it was. It's just, it's, it's just weird because there's yeah. times where it's like, oh man, that face app looks really cool. But they're asking for a lot of juice that oh, I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't really care that much. I'll skip it, you know? Yeah. But I'm like you. I don't have much on my phone. They could, I guess, steal my contacts list and then ping all my friends. I'd probably yeah. everybody. I'm the kind of guy, I don't know about you, I just, like, I leave my phone at home or I just leave yeah. it in another room all the time. Like, I don't even think about it. I'm, I'm the exact same, yeah. So, like, it's we're the, it's funny because being the technology geek, you would think that would be me in the relationship. My wife always has her phone on her 24-7. Yeah. Like, it never leaves her side. And me, like, I'm, I check it a couple times a day, maybe, mm -hmm. if that. And like, I'll, you know, I also see people turn their phone upside down all the time to like hide the screen. And then I'm always mm, like, what are you? Yeah. yeah. Like why, why? Like I've done I that a couple to, times. I, I'm not even thinking about it. And then yeah, like, you're, like, you're going to scratch the screen back in the day. They're, they're a lot more scratch proof now than they yeah. used to be. But I was like, why are you doing that? Like flip your phone. Like, what do you have to, how you getting, you getting nudie text on there that you're like worried <laughs> that your boss is going to see or something like, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so last week's poll, right? So this is the first ever poll post, you know, our Twitter migration, right? Again, guys, yeah. you know, we're trying to, we're trying to farm the Twitter because as two dudes that play yeah. a Diablo game that, you know, doesn't have a ton of people in the current year, it's, it's really hard to farm. So uh, we're trying to force people to, to follow us, guys. Come on, just create Twitter <laughs> accounts and follow us. Um <laughs> But yeah, so last week's question was uh, a really interesting discussion because we saw this like screenshot that someone had like fished out of all the, you know, Diablo updates at BlizzCon this year. And we know that the max level is 40 and we do know that that would be 200 main stat basically that you could allocate however you want in that, you know, Diablo 2 Wilson style. Um, but then on the item that was like not leaked but posted, uh, you got like 140 dexterity and like 70 all stat, and then like 40 was like it was crazy, like way more than you would get through you know level allocation. So the question was, 
you know, if one item can give you 140 decks and you only get 200 through per level stat allocation, uh, should D4 even have stat allocation? And yeah. maybe that's a broad question. And some people actually kind of complained about the question, like, because it seems like I'm throwing shade at the DL2 style. So maybe I kind of rigged this in my own favor, but it's still it's it's hard surprising to keep your own bias out. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you know, we try to keep bias out, right. but, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and again, you know, uh, I'm of the opinion we should definitely have like the PE style where like all stats is kind of decided through gear. I don't mm -hmm. really think that the stat allocation per level makes sense to like basically anyone unless they've been playing RPGs for a really long time. Because you just kind of like you level up and you're like, well, I think strength's good, you know, because I, I like I'm a melee guy. It gives me more damage. Right. So I guess I'll just allocate some like you don't really have. Uh, yeah. Unless you have the code and, and a break because every game's different, too. Yeah. Right. It's like your your basics tell you int is good for a caster and strength for a melee. Right. Right. But and Diablo 2, that, that can be like that can break your character. Basically, I mean, you do get free rerolls, but like. You know, Dat Mods has a clip this week where he re he used his uh, re-roll in DL2 to re-roll his stats, and then he, like, accidentally held control click and, like, allocated all his points in the strength on his, <laughs> after his re-roll. So, like, he completely yeah. bricked the character. Brick, bricked it, yeah. And you can't just is do it no, again. Is there a fixing that? I haven't played D2 in I 20 think years. So I every know. difficulty you can reset? I don't remember, though. That's funny. Yeah, so it's... it's um. I don't know. Not without. If you're gonna learn, it's weird because if you're gonna need to learn the mechanics of the game, then you need to be able to fix it. So there, there needs to be a way to reallocate that. But at the same time, you want the choice to matter. Um, it, my vote on this was Poe style, personally. Yeah. Um, could I be biased? Maybe I've more recently played Poe than Diablo two, obviously. You know, and I, I do agree that as I play a new game. A lot of times I'm like, well, we have these stats and they can, they don't even have to be strength, index, stamina, whatever. But a lot of games do that kind of system. And you're like, I don't clearly understand what these do. You tell me that strength makes me hit harder. Mm -hmm. But like, I want to know exactly the code. Like it makes you increase attack power by X percentage, you know, so I right. can determine what I need. Um, and then is that even worth it at the end of the yeah, day? Yeah. Right. So totally. like, well, should I... I'm going to do all this damage. Is it going to boost enough or should I put that into stamina because I'd rather have a little bit of HP, you know, like, I, you know, it just depends. But, um, so I would vote the POE style personally. I, th yeah. I think POE's skill system is the skill tree system and that's getting stats from that is pretty awesome. Actually. Agreed. Um, actually, let, I'm going to post this in chat real quick so people will vote one last time. But yeah, I think that I'm with you, right? Like, obviously I'm, I'm in favor of the DL or the PoE style system where, you know, I, I mean, it is hard to swap gear and, um, you know, there's the stat allocation locked on gear. So you can't just like go full plate armor as like a mage that is highly mm -hmm. invested in intelligence and stuff like that. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I don't love the do you, DL2 sti style setting because it's like, well, I only I only need just enough strength to wear every piece of gear, like, and then everything else goes in vitality, basically. Depending, you know, I think most builds play like that, but yeah, uh, I think it's pretty worthless in the long run. What if they What if they lock gear based on class like class type, similar to WoW? How do you feel about something like that, where you know your mages and priests get cloth, and then your rogues and 
whatever druids get leather or you know like how they lock it down plate only for warriors things like that yeah i mean you can definitely encourage like poe encourages like you start a a ranger or a, a shadow and you're obviously on the invasion side of the tree and so it's in mm -hmm. your best interest probably to go evasion but if you really yeah. wanted to you know you could be an armor wielding you know evasion character or you could go es like it's it's up to you and there's uniques mm -hmm. that will support that uh so i definitely prefer that versus like no like you have to yeah i think the the forcing characters into a specific type of armor i think just dumbs it down i think yeah. it's like okay you're too dumb to make this choice so we're just going to tell you that you have to wear this right you know which would be very so, blizzard yeah. Kind of, yeah so but i wouldn't be surprised if I, something like that shows up i don't know we'll we'll have to see i'm i'm really I don't really have a, a strong direction on D4 yet. I'm not really sure what they're trying to do at this point. It seems like they're trying to cater to the casuals, but they're backpedaling on that a little bit with some of these updates, you know? Um, but it's like, are they going to backpedal enough or, you know? And that's where it gets really tough because it seems like they're going for that legendary in every slot play style. And I think that generally speaking, in the Diablo 4 realm, that usually means like if I get a legendary that's good for an assassin or sorry, rogue, uh, then it's just good for rogue. Like it's, yeah. I can't just take this really good legendary and wear it on my, you know, druid or something. So yeah, I don't love that. You know, I, I do prefer that PUE style of, you know, having rares in every slot and really crafting good gear and specking a tree out to, to really kind of min max your character or make it feel unique or getting special uniques and combos and stuff like that versus like, oh, I'm putting like a bunch of legendaries in X, Y, Z slots so that my Y skill would perform differently. I definitely right. don't enjoy that play style. So yeah, I mean, it's like you said, I think Diablo shifted like 50 times just since yeah. 2019. You're like, um, wait, where are we going with this? <laughs> so it's really hard to say, but yeah, it's definitely taking a shift in the better but I think it's a very small shift in the better in that last quarter, quarter four update of 2019. I think that was the best post that they did, but it was still like, well, this is cool. This is a step in the right direction, but we all want more, more depths and stuff. So, yeah, I hope so. I think a lot of the hardcore fans for sure, obviously want the depth, but um, we'll, we'll have to see who they end up catering to. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't, I, I feel like they're going to get stuck. And I think, to me, it feels like the D2 crowd is very vocal. Oh, yeah. Like, they're they're very, very vocal. And I'm afraid that there's going to be a lot of, make it like D2. And they're going to be like, oh, that's what everybody wants. When And then they're going to go with systems that mirror that. And then, are they really the best systems? Are 20-year-old systems the best systems? Well, it's funny you, know, you mentioned that. Bro. So they are vocal, but they are very split still. It seems like, to me. Yeah, like it's maybe, not if you're maybe. Diablo two guy, you're not a purist. Like it seems very like fifty fifty of guys that love D two, but they just want you know improvements. And there's people who are like, no, it has to be like the original or I rage. Yeah, I seem to see a lot more of the original or I rage mm -hmm. stuff, but I don't look as hard either. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I typically gloss over those things pretty quick. So you know, it's interesting yeah. you bring that up because we'll, we're going to talk about some of that later on. Uh, there's actually mm -hmm. quite a bit of D two stuff in this pod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the poll. Uh, you know, Pee style won, but it is a very close race. Uh, surprisingly, a lot more close than I expected. Um, so yeah, 
about 55% of the vote said PUE and 44% said D2 slash Wilson style. So people do like allocating their own stats per level. There we go. Um, and then next week's poll, let me have to tweet this out, is how long should a season last in Diablo 2 Resurrected? So this mm -hmm. is a pretty hot topic on Reddit this week. Three months is the meta, right? So like, this is what we're, yeah. we've all been programmed to enjoy through PUE and uh, Diablo 3. Or less than three months, four months, which is a pretty common suggestion. So like, you know, like three times a year. Once a quarter, yep. Or six months or more. There's some arguments that, you know, three months isn't long enough for a D2. And we'll get okay. into that as well. So let me spam that for you boys if you want to vote on the next week's poll. But yeah, and we'll talk about it a bit, but we'll give our opinion next week. Sure. And then, finally, <laughs> we've got this some dates. Came, this came fast yeah. for me. Wow, I, I wasn't. We mean fast in regards of how long season twenty two's lasted, or uh, how I, this was quick based on the time that PTR went down. Mm, yeah, because to me, what this says is uh, this is giving a definitive end date and launch date for the next season, which means all this stuff's got to be completed by this time. Mm. And um, man. I don't know about you, but the PTR left me with lots of questions. Oh, yeah. Lots of questions and like not a lot of direction as to like where are we headed with this? With Rathma. Yeah. With Rathma for sure. And then even with Firebirds had a good direction, but it still seemed pretty broken. So... I think the direction was defined with with Firebird. It's just a matter of like what power level do they leave it at? Yeah. But I think the playstyle well, was locked how, in. Yeah, they have to figure out ways to reel in the power level without breaking all the coolness of the set too because if you start reeling the power level in some of the other builds may not even work yeah. that we played so i think i don't know man i'm i'm nervous they're gonna over nerf it at this point now but i hope not but rothma is just like what are we doing with this you know like, yeah <laughs> we don't even know it's uh terrifying yeah because so, so I, yeah go ahead uh, it's just it's it, it's just like we see all this date drop and it's like okay but we don't know where we're going this means we're not going to get another ptr to test changes again mm -hmm. with rothma like a cool i don't even care if it was a two-day three-day ptr throw it up on a tuesday pull it down on a thursday or friday and let us just play whatever new new direction you're going right so we can find bugs and give feedback because i i think there are things that are overlooked sometimes like the bone spirit rgk from 10 miles away like i think some of those things were like oh yeah i forgot about that let's fix, yeah. let's change things or literally know? necro had two forms of vulnerability that were exposed yeah. each round of the ptr so yeah like i'm invincible necro like you know yeah but so what if there's more of that yeah. in there that it's just like hey we oh we didn't think about that my bad let's fix things so I think the PTR serves a good purpose. I think it lets us give feedback on the direction and it lets us give feedback on like game-breaking mechanics. Um, and we're not going to get to do either of those things before the season goes live, let alone, we don't even know. Like people are like, yo, P, what's the best character class for season 23? Like no what's going to be like, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no, no idea yeah. because we don't know what Necro is going to be right. yet. Is it going to be overpowered like first PTR? Is it going to be broken like right. second PTR? We yeah. don't know. That's why it's funny. Like, so, I keep seeing like the tier videos pop out and it's like, yeah, do you don't like, that's going to change in like two weeks. You have no idea. 
Um, but yeah, so I mean, I saw this and I thought it was a bit like I I appreciate the dates, but I was like, why is it so far out? Um, because you know PTR ended like last week, right? And uh, this is all the way at the end of March, so I, I like we're extending season twenty two even more. Well, they they dropped the two week notice, is what it was. Mm. They it's always long. give the two week. They always give the two week notice. Like that's yeah. the thing that that Nevalista started years ago, because I think they ended one pretty abruptly, and people were super upset about that. Yeah, and like I didn't have time to finish doing the things and all this. Sure. So they're like, okay, we'll always give a two week notice. So I, I don't know if that's still a standard that these that the new regime is going to hold. Yeah. But um, they announced it last thursday or friday i don't remember exactly what day is that is it saying there i can't see it it's a but day ago yeah it's a day ago they just launched they just announced it monday no they definitely had it before last weekend Didn't they? i don't know yeah either way either way so we had two weeks it, it gave gave us two weeks till sunday it was like from that following sunday it was two weeks out uh, which makes sense and then i would assume that they're planning on patching on the 30th and then having the season go live on the second is my guess yeah and potentially maybe the ninth if there's some game breaking stuff that we find on tuesday but yeah you know i i i'm i would like it to be the ninth because i would assume that this is going to hit launch you know on that tuesday following the 28th or yeah, it's like the 30th or something 30th, yeah. um and you know i'm willing to bet and this isn't me shit talking but i'm willing to bet that the wrath was still not quite right I think we do need that third round of I think so too. Of testing cuz you know I don't know that we trust Blizzard to get it right the third time when the first and second iteration were kind of so bad. Um yeah, so I obviously I'm super alarmed um <laughs> that Necro was in in the state that it was in and then PTR closed and I uh, I I just don't want it to seem like one of those other sets that like okay, it came out and it was new and exciting but at the same time no one plays it cuz it still sucks. Yeah. That's 100% what I'm worried about. I think that releasing rushed content for D3 is bad. I think the game's not in the best spot anyways. Yeah. And so any content that comes out, I think the community as a as a whole would be way happier if we got polished content that made sense versus rushed content that was broken because it becomes a meme at this point. It's like, oh, new Rothmaset, lol. You know, and like people... Would rat people look for things to pick on the game about? I don't want to fuel them, but I don't really care about those people anyways. I want something fun to play. Yeah. And if they if they've rework Rothma, and then let's say this season lasts four to five months like they've been going, so then we have four to five months of a really bad new Necro set that we don't want to play. So we really didn't get anything. Yeah. Because we're not going to play it. And if Firebirds comes in too weak or too hot, then if that's going to dictate everything. If Firebirds comes in too hot everybody plays it and there's not if you're not running firebirds then okay and if it comes in two week then now we'd have really nothing new except for the follower for the season you know yep which is big but i don't know how you know how much that carries yeah i agree i so. think that they if they over nerf then like people are happy that like the play style is good but like still no one's gonna play it if it's not yeah. strong i mean people will probably play it because right like now we have the divided seasonal leaderboards so like people are yeah. gonna still farm that but yeah not on a level that and you, you run zero risk of changing the meta if something's not like maybe a little strong and that's kind of what we all really want i think even the guys that 
play all season like they just don't want to run rats anymore and so they just want to see like well mm-hmm. if something's overpowered then there's potential for it to take over the meta yeah we, we talked about it we talked about season 23 leveling right and then yeah. you you mentioned to me in a you know we're talking it's plus like so rats for season 23 <laughs> and yeah. i was like lol yuck but and i was being i was joking and serious and you were also joking and serious yeah. i think you know what i mean it's yeah. just like we're probably going to end up doing rats yep. because it's going to be good still <laughs> yeah you know and yeah it's, it's like i don't know man but all right like it's it's different because at the end of the day, it's like we run rats day one, not because we like it, but we like that huge kickstart. Like we like to yeah, be it's huge. the best yeah. paragon at the end of day one. It's kind of like mm. the thing that, at least the things, one of the things I really like to do is after that first yeah. stream. We session, usually go really hard the first yeah. day. People come and stream the first day, and like, damn, you guys are rocking it. Like we're usually in the upper echelon the first day. And yeah. then after that, right I'm on. like, okay, yeah. you know, I'm out. So right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this for five. Right. I'm not doing this for days and days. Right. You know, so yeah and I'm, I'm saying like i i can do rat runs for that first day and be like a paragon a thousand and like that feels good yeah. and i have that kickstart to like just start whatever i want but yeah, yeah. i i definitely can't keep going after that yeah uh, I, i'm i'm usually i'm usually yeah day two i'll usually log in and you usually don't ever log out because you have no responsibilities in life so you're just i log in and you're like instantly rats <laughs> i'm like yeah <laughs> And then uh, so I'll start getting the team and then you're you're already like two or three paragon up on wherever we stopped already because oh, yeah. you're just like you go the solo. So the first weekend is fun, man. It's fun to hit it hard, but it would be nice to have a different comp to play that's competitive or even oh, yeah. better than rats for the totally. weekend. Like I think last season's season start was actually a blast because we had the pylon method that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that was fun. It was just different, different. Right. And since it was different, it made it you know, like, oh, this is a new thing. Um, but this season, we're going back. We're going back to the old school, just, you know. Yeah. Yes, if we have a bunch of Necros and the set's not broken, then we'll do the we'll do the corpse explosion, and then maybe we can do the kill streak ch- curse chest stuff. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to be better than corpse explosion. So, yeah, yeah. Well, cor- corpse explosion, and then the curse chest, and what, act three, whatever. Was it act three? Just bounty, curse chest, yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. That the new zone they added for Necro. So Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um but yeah, you know, the first thing I thought of was like why and that's really far out. Um I guess if they're the two week warning's a thing, then I mean this is still really far out. <laughs> uh so I guess I was a little surprised how they're extending it even more. Um and I you know, I kinda knew that the uh the podcast was gonna get featured and I was like, Oh, maybe that's gonna line up with the new season because like it was mid to mm-hmm. late march yeah. um and i kind of expected this to be over by now so i was kind of surprised to see this being so late and i think this does fall in line with uh you know april 1st which is kind of ironic really if you think about it like yeah, <laughs> well, i guess it's, it's like april 2nd joke yeah like it's, it's um, joke. i i hope it honestly man i really hope it hits the ninth for a lot there's a lot of selfish reasons i hope it hits sure the ninth. like I, I really wanted to play Outriders, which yeah, is coming too. out on on the first, uh, the first, and then so this would launch on the second, right? Right. So like, I really wanted to play Outriders. It looks like a lot of fun. But on top of that, if they drop the patch Tuesday after the season ends on the twenty eighth, which is a Sunday, Tuesday is the thirtieth. Um, 
if they drop the patch on Tuesday the 30th and the season drops on the 2nd, which would be three days later, there's not a lot of time for bug fixes there. Right. And if there are some major exploits or something that people find, um, then they are going to have to mid-season patch, and that always feels really bad when, if they do that. Yeah. If they drop it on the 9th, that gives them a week and some change to iron out bugs and stuff um, and potentially reset non-season leaderboards if they needed to and, and this and that. But... Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think, think that getting... it gives people, it gives them that time to like monitor the boards mm-hmm. and see like what's incredibly OP or what's not OP. And then, you know, week of downtime is enough for like, you know, us creators to make our, all our videos for the week because you give us that yeah. two day span from Tuesday to like Friday to get stuff yeah, out. Let us like look at the set. And test see what it. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like th- for I, me, I, it's so hard to come out with a video after the season starts. Cause like I'm, I'm grinding. I don't have time to like to take yeah. five hours out of my day to make a video. I'm with you, man. You know? It's, 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 it's a nutty little period of time, but those are selfish right. content totally. for reasons. Totally. Um, but I do think, I do think the argument is legit for, um, more feedback on the set direction and, and bugs and yeah. stuff. I, I mean, I wouldn't I'm willing to gamble. What do you, do you think we should gamble? Like, do we think that the round three of Rathma will be good? Is that something we should even guess? I'm scared, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was super nervous when the monk set came out. If like this is my go-to, this is my fallback because the monk set on the first PTR was horrid. It yeah. was bad. It was garbage. It was super bad. But the justice set is a really good set. There are some changes I would make that I think could fix it and make it much better. Uh, some easy changes that I've talked about a lot, but it's a good set. Um, I don't know though, man. This Rothma one scares me because I don't think the original direction was was exactly on point to begin with. I think they, like you've been said a million times, they're trying to mix two different play styles into one set, and they need to focus on one of them and then go that way. Mm-hmm. And regardless if I like that play style or not, at least it's got a direction. Right, and I don't think that they ever did that in either iteration. And I would honestly argue for a PTR revamp. I think the PTR, they've done a lot with PTR. They added the dank meme vendor to buy the equipment. They've given us materials and blood shards and all that kind of stuff, which has been awesome for testing. But I think they need to shorten the PTR down from two weeks to one week. Uh, They should drop it on whatever. They should do a week and then take another week of downtime to make iterations and changes and then throw up a second PTR that's Mm. for a week. And then take that down and make iterations and changes. And then do a third one if you need to. If you need a third PTR, then do it. I don't, I don't, uh, I think a two week PTR with like a patch the week after doesn't give them enough time to, to collectively analyze feedback from lots of sources and sure. see and get direction and bugs. And I think they would get a better end of product if they had PTR for a week, downtime for a week, put patches in, gather notes kick it back out to us let us yeah. try again it is it's kind of a gamble too because like was two weeks enough for firebird yeah because the original iteration wasn't near as bad as rathma rathma needs a third iteration um and so did you know posh really posh is like maybe not a good example of uh something being boring right because like posh ended up being a pretty good set and people really like it mm-hmm. but i think that like you know like the frenzy barb and hydra whiz like they both of those sets work it's just like they're just underwhelming they're so underwhelming yeah hydra hydra whiz was probably one i was super excited about when i heard that it was going to be a hydra set i was like oh this is going to be sick this is going to be fun like i like hydra 
And then I didn't like that play style at all. I was just like this. I never played it. I, I played it in PTR and like, that's enough. That's all I ever want to play because it wasn't something that I was into. Now there's probably people out there that like it, that love it. Like, Oh, it's my favorite set. That's, yeah. That's cool. Everybody can have their thing. Like I don't like any wish doctor sets except Mononugo. So, um, everybody's got their, their little, their niche that they like, but I'm with you, man. I don't think Frenzy Bar really appealed to me that much either. Uh, Hydra didn't appeal to me that much. But this this new Wizard set is fun, man. The Firebirds revamp is it's a fun play style. Um, so hopefully it yeah. makes it through the cut. But Rothma, I don't know. I, Rothma was so spammy in the original iteration. Oh yeah, so spammy. Yeah. And if let's just say that they took that and they were going to try to fix it, okay. Yeah. You got to get rid of the immunity shield, which they've done. They added a 60 second internal cooldown on it, which didn't tell us, which is cool. Which is silly to me that they did that. Because <laughs> like the, the the thing that frustrates me with that is now you've you've broken other things in the game because of that though. And like now you've messed up Xenecros that use Rothma Shield. You've messed up even singularity mages that use Rothma Shield because of another set like those sets are independent and i'm not saying that they should or shouldn't have it like that's a whole other debate but you're you're there's casualties when you change skills for a specific set there's casualties that you may not always see that come to play yeah and i think this was one of them yeah so. and again i think that uh you know it to, to, to touch on your point of like okay you get better feedback right as if we have that break or whatever uh <clears throat> the turtle cooldown it was one of the suggestions that I made, but I think the better one would have been to just remove Army of the Dead from Rathma Shield and then leave yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and then, and Land then of you the don't, Dead's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, then Land of the Dead doesn't proc it, and then they didn't break anything else that relies on it, you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And like I said, man, is, is losing Rathma Shield a big deal? Not really. No. I mean, did I use it on my Z-Necro builds? Yeah, because it makes it easier. It's like, you can just ignore mechanics. So did I like it? Sure. Rothma Shield in general was kind of a broken skill. But having it with a 60 second cooldown, who would take that? Like you will you, you just made that an unusable talent forever for everybody because you're gonna get a four second shield every once every 60 seconds as a passive slot. You're never gonna use that over other options. Right. I can't I can't see any scenario. So basically you just deleted it from the game, you know, and that feels even worse. So it's just like, okay, so now maybe next PTR, our next patch, we just rework Rothma Shield from the ground up, you know, and make it not because because you're never you just made it an unusable skill, you know. Yeah, and yeah. So, I mean, it's not unusable. Yeah, it's just not good. Um, like, why would you take it? I can't think of a scenario where you need a four second shield every sixty seconds. Like, you're, that's never going to be better than. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of seem like a dice roll. It's like, well, obviously, you could plan. Rathma Shield before and be like, okay, I'm going to hit my cooldown right now because I'm about to die. So now it becomes like a, God, I hope that internal cooldown's off. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. hit my land dead. Oh, shit, it was off cooldown. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, crap. No, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. So. It, it makes it weird. It makes the play style a little bit weird. But, but so, yeah, but uh, but I'm I, I'm with you, though. Let's let's uh, let's see where they go. But is it is it a gamble if it's going to be good? Yeah, man, I think. Yeah. I think if I were betting money, I would think that I'm going to bet that it's probably not going to be something that's sure. super pog. I mean, we've been hurt before, right? We're not toxic, but like, you know, we just, we know how this goes. We've been doing this for a really long time. <laughs> a really long time. So. I've seen many in patches. Yeah. Many a PPR has played, man. 
So, so yeah. Um, and then this kind of we we just heard about really before the podcast started. Yeah, man. Um, apparently, Activision Blizzard has reportedly laid off nearly 190 employees. Yeah, man. IG. So I saw this on IGN. I think this is pretty pretty fresh news. I don't think this has made the rounds uh, yet. I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about this. Yeah, it says posted today, just like four hours ago. Yeah. So this is this is pretty new. Um, they had the big. What was what was the last one they did? It was like a like 800? 800. Yeah. It was a lot of people, but. But this is a lot, and this is coming from IGN. IGN's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty reputable source, I would say. This isn't just some yeah. clickbait. Reputable website. source for gaming news? Reputable source for game reviews? I would say no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, true. Everybody's game reviews are different. Sure. It's just like you hated Final Fantasy VII, and yep. I liked it, man. Mm. So, mm. you know, it just depends. You have yeah, that smart people and stupid people. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I understand what the stupid people thought it was a bad game. Hit it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but this is, so what's, you know, I, I skimmed the article and, and it's, you know, it seems like they're estimating the 190 people because it's saying that they're going to lay off like what 2% of the employees company or, uh, company's employees, which is roughly 190 people. And, uh, other reports that I had seen today said that 50 of those people were going to get laid off from the esports section, mm-hmm. which would be overwatch league and the call of duty league, um, which Overwatch League has been a really big thing. You and I actually went to one of the BlizzCon events yeah. in 2019. It was pretty cool to go to the event live. I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Outside of that, though, like I like Overwatch. I play Overwatch. I didn't really have zero interest in the Overwatch League. I don't Agreed. know if you, yeah, I, I, I could care less. But people like it, I guess. Um, uh, but not enough to to keep it afloat right now. So they're, I'm I'm assuming that the esports league would probably be the the Overwatch League is probably in jeopardy of. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, Overwatch, again, being at the thing, I think because the venue was so good and, like, the setup was good, um, I still think, like, Overwatch as, like, an eSport, like, it's it's difficult to watch, it's difficult to follow, because there's, yeah. like, so much happening with, like, your team and your comp, and it's just yeah. not, like, it's not, like, a simple, like, BRs to this day are pr- still probably one of the best formulas ever just to yeah. surely watch. Because at the end of the day, you know that guy, he's trying to shoot things and survive and not die. And then yeah, when he, he dies, does that... Game over. And yeah. Then, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, you have to have, like, prior knowledge of Overwatch to understand, like, the Overwatch yeah. gameplay. And so it kind of sucks. Comp, the characters, what abilities they have, who's used what, what what's left. It, it, so there's a lot going on. It's just like World of Warcraft Arena, the arena tournament. They, they do at BlizzCon as well. If you're a, if you're an arena player or a wild WoW player, then you realize, oh, they just got ice blocked from that mage. That you know what that means. That means like he's in trouble of getting killed, right? Yeah. So, but as a casual guy, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. You're just like, oh, they're just shooting each other with missiles. Like that's cool. And I always felt so, that that uh, you know the BRs, like you know the, the Fortnite. Like I don't know what the hell's going on with Fortnite, but it's still easy to tune into like a Fortnite tournament because like you just watch one guy. You know, like, oh, this guy's getting close to this guy. And so, like, they'll turn into those guys and they'll be duking it out. And it's, like, easy to watch. Whereas, like, you know, a Halo tournament, I completely understand, obviously. But watching it, you've got, like, you're constantly switching between, like, the four players on the team. And then you, like, switch to one guy and he's immediately dead. And it's, like, you don't really yeah. have a great... Even with, like, the, the team view that they've added into a lot of these shooters where it's, like, you can kind of see, like, where the bad guy is because they have, like, this overlay, right? Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've yeah, watched they, they have like some third party yeah. tools to like give them 
like it shows you like the direction yeah, yeah like the top yeah. view of the map and like that's cool right. stuff but it's still like not that great to watch versus like a straight up br and overwatch is like just a, you multiply that I, I don't even I play further. Fortnite with my kids a little bit. Like if you asked like added my Fortnite hours up, you probably have more than me. Cause when it first came out, you've actually played it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and I just play with my kids casually when they like convince me and talk me into it. I can still watch a fort like if I go watch like one of the top Fortnite guys, I can be entertained by the stream. I don't play the game, but I still understand, like, oh, this guy is duking it out and it's interesting to watch. Like, is he going to get him? Is he going to get him? And then, you know, oh, they got him or yeah, he did. Right. So it's pretty cool. It's the same though. Apex is the same. You yep. can go watch somebody in Apex and then instantly, you know, once they start fighting, it's like, oh man, he just got lasered or, you know, that was pretty, that was the right. six, six skill. So, um, but I don't know, man, Overwatch, Call of Duty, I haven't played in, in ever. Like, I, I can't even remember the last Call of Duty game I played. Um, so maybe that's got a better format than, than the other ones, but it sucks, man. 190 people is a lot. Blizzard's got hit really hard last time. Um, and then it looks like they're getting hit again. So, yeah, this is interesting to me. Cause like COD had like a surge a bit this year because like some big names in Call of Duty were like, dude, we need to like get our shit together as a organization. Cause like. One of the things that Super Smash Brothers has done is like everyone's pretty positive towards like the competitive. Like everyone goes out of their way to like contribute and watch and and like uh, donate really uh, to like get Smash Brothers like up and running and competitive stuff up and running. Whereas like Call of Duty people just like kind of shit on it and they don't even watch. And so yeah. like a lot of the big COD people are like being like, guys, like if you want good stuff, you want good content, like you have to watch and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not surprised by the Blizzard like being like, okay, we're giving up on that. But I guess I would be surprised if Activision gave up on COD. And one of the funny things in this article is, I don't know how, how <laughs> yeah. accurate this is, but it says, uh, it says, yeah, U.S. workers laid off will receive a minimum of 90 days of severance and health benefits for up to a year. So that's cool. So, yep. you know. It's a good uh, severance package for years is crazy. Yeah. Like that's awesome. 90 day of severance is also pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. And then according to Bloomberg, each employee laid off was giving a $200 in gift cards to battle.net. <laughs> <laughs> they gave them $200 battle.net currency. What the hell? As they laid them off. Oh my God, man. That is savage, man. That's, I don't even know how else to describe that, but savage like, Hey, we got to let you go, but uh, you can keep buying some of our games. Here you go, bud. Right. You know, like, like yeah, we're oh, firing man. you, but uh, hope you still like our games. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah. So I would surprise if you see some uh, eBay, some Blizzard <laughs> Battle.net cards on eBay for cheap soon, you know, like just give yeah. them like 200 bucks, dude. You know, you know, this it's like that, that classic PR Blizzard move that's just wow that's so out of touch yeah it's like who thought who thought that was a good idea like you probably did more damage than good by giving that out Mm -hmm. you know i'm sure there's the one guy who was like been there for a couple weeks and was like oh man damn i just got i just got this job but at least i got 200 bucks (laughs) right you know i i don't know it's i would i would like if my manager said hey i gotta let you go here's a 200 gift card i'd probably be like just 
throw it. Right. Like, seriously, dude. Yeah, here's the two hundred dollar yeah, gift card to you know Microsoft services or something like that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> like, hey, you want to make this an Amazon card right. or something? Like, <laughs> do some good. Yeah, that sucks, man. I, I'm joking around with it, but it's it's not funny for the people that yeah. got laid off. Oh man, I feel bad for them. Um, hopefully it you know it doesn't hit our Diablo team. Uh, sure. No, that would suck. I like I like the new crew that we got. So totally. I hope the the D four devs and Diablo two re- resurrected teams and D three teams and everybody's cool at, at the Diablo front. Yeah. So agreed. Even Vicarious, you know. Yeah, like Vicarious is killing it, man. I hope. I hope they just acquired. Dude, that would suck. They just acquired him. Like, okay, now I gotta <laughs> right, let right. Gotta let you guys go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's uh, interesting news. Just happened. Um. <laughs> And now you know we're gonna dig, we're gonna dig into some DL two. So a lot of things happening. So um, one of the things I found fascinating is apparently there's an official Diablo two resurrected survey that's happening right now. So I'm like like officially from Blizzard, mm-hmm. they're doing some surveys about D two. And this guy posted one image, and then the image it says uh, you mentioned that you played the, the original Diablo two. Which elements of Diablo two uh, would Diablo 2 Resurrected need to have for you to play it? Just kind of a, that's a, hope there's not a character limit, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and like, only certain uh, people are getting this. So I didn't get this personally, uh, Sag. Where did that, did that come in? A, well, that was a screenshot off a cell phone. Where did that come through? Was it an email? Did they say? I don't know. It looks like a website link, maybe. Yeah. I want, I wonder how that, how that came through to them. If it was like an email or, Maybe it was on a battle.net app. I wonder what triggered it to get it because it would definitely be interesting to have that survey, to have that questionnaire. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So if you got that by chance, then send us some some tweets or some Discord DMs or something with those pictures. I'd be interested to see what they ask you. I meant to pull up. um, We had the results from last week. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Yes, so we took a poll last week together. Right? Yeah. And uh, the results are in. Uh, I should dive through this a bit more. Should chat, should stash space, oh my God, should stash space be increased? Um, and the majority voted yes. 53% said uh, multiple 10 by 10 square tabs. Um, should there I, don't, be, I wonder what we picked. Be, yeah, we picked that. We picked that. I remember. Okay. Uh, should there be separate inventory for charms? And 58% of the vote said yes. That's what we voted. Yep. Uh, should inventory space be increased? Yes, but only in combination with charms. Has won the total. That's what we voted. Uh, should runes and gems be stackable? Yes. It's 78% yeah. of the vote. <laughs> 78% of the vote on that one. So. Right. Um, should quivers have unlimited ammo? 50% says yes. That's still better than voted. I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should there be minor spell balancing in uh, to make useless bad spells more viable? Seventy percent of the vote said yes. Wow, seventy percent. Those purists are freaking out right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should there be some minor mercenary balance changes to make useless bad mercenaries more viable? Seventy-two percent says yes. We we said we said yes on that, but we didn't really care. Yeah. Um, should there be some minor item and rune warning balance to make uh, useless bad items and runes more viable? Sixty-four. Percent says yes. Of course, we said yes. Um, should six months ladder season cycle be changed? Uh, we said yes, and it's pretty split. It's like a, th- yeah. a three-way split. Uh, so I again, I wouldn't really care. 
what they decided on. Um, should non-ladder runewards drop restrictions be removed? We said yes, and 54% of the vote said yes. Uh, should the X slash player X command to increase XP and drops be available on Battle.net? We said absolutely no. Absolutely not, yeah. It's pretty split between yes and no. 44% says yes, though. So the majority still says yes. Yep. 44% of you people are wrong. Slash increase doing? XP and drops. Yeah, let's just do that in every game, team. Like, what? Yeah. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Right. Uh, should there be an optimum... Optional modernized spell hockey system. 62% says yes. Yeah. Who said no on that? Yeah, 26% says no. Like, why? What are you? Why? I don't understand. Does it change not, the game? Do you have if, a trackball? Like, what's I the don't problem? Get it. You I have really don't get it. Like, listen, Logitech makes more than trackballs now. It's okay. Or it's just the guy that death threatened me VPNing no 100,000 times. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like, is there a game, if, if, even if you don't make use of a new hotkey system, does it ruin the game for you that it's in? Like, that just blows my mind. Yeah. Couldn't you just put like an elective mode button? Like, you click it, like the single click spell activation or something. And this was, makes even less sense to me because, like, these guys aren't even pissed that there's going to be controller support, which is like a million times worse than a modernized spell hotkey system, right? Yeah. Right. Like, that's the biggest opposite it's gonna, thing. It's going to support controller on PC, too. Yeah. Like, it, it's on PC already. <laughs> like, it's coming to your platform, you elitist. Yeah. You know? Weird. I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm uh, with you. Should there be an in-game RuneWord Haradric Cube Encyclopedia? 71% says yes. We said yes, mm -hmm. but it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, should be an optional loot filter to make certain items drop uh, easier, more visible? 70% yep. says yes. Overwhelming on that one. Should there be a kill tracker? 52% says yes. Uh, we said we didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should there be an option to toggle loot on the ground? 76% says yes. Mm -hmm. uh, should there be an option to have additional tooltips that show min-max rolls on stats? 77% uh, says yes. Obvious. And I didn't, honestly, until I reread this question, or until I read this question the other week, I didn't know that wasn't already a thing. To know like yeah. the max roll. I would assume it was already there too, but <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Uh, should they add more in game at some point? You know, it's 69% says yes. We wouldn't yeah. want more things, right? Uh, should they add at some point new rumor to Roger Cube recipes? 58% says yes. Um, should there be an optional personal loot option in multiplayer? Like you can't steal from other players. And this one is super split. The majority yeah. says no. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. listen, I can click fast. I, I'll I'll steal people's loot if that's what they want. <laughs> what a great like, experience. Yeah. Like, oh, I was grouping with P today. Like, oh, Fluff, you're fast on the click. Fluff's on fiber, though. So maybe he's going to yeah. have that, that 8 MSP. Hell might yeah, be the difference between him getting the loot and me not getting it, you know? <laughs> How to get the best loot in D2 remaster? Just get fiber. To me, it, to me, like, yes, that should be a thing. Like, yeah. you should be able to that's have weird. your own loot. It's super but, split. I think that's the most split one. Um... Should there be an additional easier way to respect? Uh, it's really split. 44% to 43%. Yes, no. Uh, we said actually no on this. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one thing that I think both of us kind of want to stay true to the original. Um, should you be able to cow level after killing a cow king? 82% uh, yeah. says yes. That's, I think, the, the biggest. That's part. a pretty big landslide, yeah. I said uh, I didn't care, but it does feel weird farming cows. In a dark and gritty game. Um, should the Nanalepl portal say open after completing the quest? People said yes. Doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. 
but yeah, I think it's overwhelming. So, we're so not overwhelming. We, everybody lined up with us, yeah, which is literally. what it should be. Yeah. yeah, on every choice, we got a lot of big brains. What? How many? How many votes did that have? Did it say? Uh, 4,352 4, people participated. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of people, man. It's a pretty big. Ninety nine percent of participants played Diablo two, Diablo two LOD. Ninety nine percent. Crazy. That's not just like D three fanboys jumping in before. Yep. Reddit implodes on itself. Well, I mean, they they count me as playing it too, but it was right. True, but I mean. Ago. It doesn't yeah. make your opinion valid. Right. So. Uh, and then to kind of touch on the other thing that we touched on with the survey. Uh, yeah. There's some people arguing that three-month seasons are not long enough because of how, you know, it, it can be really tough to get item drops in Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are asking for four months or something longer than three because, you know, three is obviously the meta between PUE and D3. And yeah. people are saying that's not long enough. And I'm curious before we touch on the next topic, what you think about this? Because I have a, I have an opinion. Man, um, did you just yawn? I, by the way, <laughs> I did, man. I, listen, what the hell? Am, Wake up! I'm telling you, I have been I have been struggle busting lately. My sleep schedule is screwed up. Um, but I think it's hard. It's it's hard for me because part of me feels like as content creator hat. There's never enough content and season resets are content you know it's like a it's like a way to to get freshness and excitement into the game as as a casual player perspective i could see three months not being a long time if you only get to play five hours a week right right to people that play 40 to 80 hours a week that's three months is an eternity you know so they would probably want shorter i think three months is a pretty sweet spot Personally, I think it's the cycle that we're used to in most of our games. I mean, Diablo historically has tried to do three months. PoE tries to do three months. Uh, the season battle passes for every game, like, you know, Apex, Fortnite, uh, Division, like all these games, it's always three-ish months is, is roughly what they yeah. go for. Um, and I think that gives you one a quarter, right? So that's usually a pretty good cycle. Um, it lets you hit the holidays if they're going to do holiday events and things like that. So I, I think it's a good I think it's a good cycle. Um, I would love to see them stagger these. I don't want D three and D two and POE cycles to all hit at the exact same week. Totally, I think that's more important to me than how long a season is. Like, can you guys just stagger it so you don't drop it the same week as something else? Uh, yeah, I think three three would be my vote if I had to cast a vote. Yeah, I would say max no longer than four if if four won out, but. Yeah, um, I have an opinion on this. It kind of goes on to the next topic. But uh, on the surface, I think a lot of this is contingent upon like, well, what happens? So the season mm-hmm. ends and then the new season comes out. And if it's straight up just a reset, I couldn't care less when they do the reset. Right. That's, that's just like you're playing for a top position on the ladder at that point. And to me, that's like a very niche form of competition. Um it's just like rewarding to people that have crazy uptime, um, which is kind of early season D3 also, to be honest. And obviously racing and PUE is the same way. Like, just don't sleep and you can win maybe if you're good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like to see the future. What of the else would you want to see that. in yeah. the ladder reset, though? Would you want to see? Changes, right? Like, like yeah. rune words and balances Balance. and Balance, things like that. Yeah. 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 I think it's a really safe, and that's what kind of confuses me. Like, at the end of the day, I think the absolute most safe thing you can do 
as we've touched on week after week is you could have your pure Diablo 2 vanilla game mode and then you could have like the seasonal Diablo game mode where you're not even adding content you're not adding anything you're not doing anything you're just balancing you're literally just yeah. balancing and so like the first the first season of Diablo 2 Resurrected is, is the game exactly as it was season 2 is like oh hey we, we know Poison Dagger Necro it fucking sucks and so here's some balance according to that fact so like I, I i can't see anyone really minding that and like the games that are out there like like the diablo 2 project that just launched this last weekend is is based on that philosophy is like well this was a great game fantastic but they could have gone a little bit further right they could have like had more balance and like things could have been cooler yeah. and that's what those whole games and communities are based around is like people are loving the, the project Diablo 2 or yeah. whatever the name of like people have been blowing me up about it and saying how it's going to be and resurrected and stuff and I'm like trying to argue with people I'm like I don't think that they're they're going to they're not going to let you have that stuff in battle.net man we'll have to see what the official take is later on but right fr from what I remember I don't think that's going to be a thing I think they said that's like the offline mode only but um people are people want changes to the game there's definitely a large base that does and I think that downside to adding the change is splitting the player base up if they added a, a vanilla mode and then they added a resurrected mode where they make changes like it's fine do it like blizzard obviously has world of warcraft classic and people love it people play it and there's still retail for people who want changes and want new content and they got that time they finally got the time capsule 15 years later with wow and people love it and those guys can play it that's fine just you're just segregating you're splitting your your community a little bit um but the people that want it i, I think you're going to please both parties more i think in the, the the longevity of the game people will stick around and play the game more if they did a, a vanilla mode and they did a patch season mode where they update stuff yeah um but the reason i I mean, obviously, that's a, a really interesting question in and of itself, but it kind of correlates into this next, next topic. So this guy gets on, <laughs> like, I hate this post, but he said, I expect a great deal of D3 players coming into D2R aren't ready for how rare the top end gear really is. And so he goes on to talk about how, like, it takes so long to get, like, like the gear that you would really want to, like, min-max your character. Um, and he's not wrong per se. I think this is a bit of an elitist perspective and he's like kind of jabbing at D3. But I also think like he's forgetting like how DL2 really worked, right? So DL2 is open trade. Yeah. And it's like saying in Path of Exile, yeah, if you're going to try to farm everything for like a perfect COC Cyclone cold build, it would take you probably all league to farm that out. But the, it's open trade so you can just like buy the things you want. Yeah, you'll have everything you need in a week. Yeah, and D two is no fucking different. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff is a bit more rare, but like, you just trade for what you, you trade need. it, and they'll just have real money shops popping up left <laughs> and right, like they did yeah, back. Exactly, like, and, and that's what's gonna go don't. into. Yeah. Okay. My bad. That's still still no. Thunder. It's no. You're. Right. But I'm glad you hit that because that's exactly yeah. right. How long after D two Resurrected comes out do these you know RMT Infinite. sites pop up all like, over the place? The, the day it launches, the yeah. day it launches, you're going to see the pay sites. And right. if you guys don't remember this, this was 100% a thing in D2. I, I, I didn't play it's D2 that thing. much back in the day, but <laughs> I definitely remember 
friends talking about, yo, man, you can sell that. Like you can sell this item, you can sell that item. And, and it's just like, it's crazy, man. So yeah. it's, it's going to be a thing again. Um, that was Blizzard's justification for creating the auction house in Diablo three is they wanted a safe right. transaction place where they mm -hmm. could take a cut of the money basically. But, um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be a thing. Uh, people will definitely sell and there, we'll have to see how this ends up working in the leagues. You know, if they're going to have a league or a season, are they going to call them officially leagues or seasons? What do they call them? Probably seasons. I don't know. I think that's, yeah, so we'll thing. call it season. So when the seasons start hitting in Diablo 2, then, you know, are people going to spend money? Like, that's, that's another thing, man. If it's open trade and they have leaderboards, what's going to stop somebody from dropping a thousand bucks and buying perfect gear? Yeah. What's going to stop someone from spending 1500 bucks on a Shaco for day one? Like, come on. Yeah. Like so, just so this is like just pump the brakes, dude. Just calm down. Like all the purists are like upvoted. That's the thing that I'm like, people everybody is so excited about <laughs> Diablo 2 resurrected. And and they're like, and like I don't want to be negative, but I'm sure. I, my thing is my thing is always like, I hope I love it. It is still a 20-year-old game. Like they didn't they haven't I haven't seen any crazy fundamental changes, any 20, you know, 2021 updates that would make me be like, oh, this is gonna be ridiculous. They just made it look pretty. They they put a new paint job on a 20-year-old car, but they didn't replace the interior. They didn't replace the radio. I still can't stream my cell phone to my 8-track player. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't change things. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm going to play through the campaign. I think it's phenomenal, but they gotta. we got to see how it plays out, man. The, the sell sites, the trade sites, the leagues, like, what are we going to do in the leagues are they yeah. going to be full of bots? Are they going to be full of people selling real money items? Are they going to be competitive? Um, are drop rates going to be horrible? Are they going to tweak them? Probably not, but we'll have to see. Yeah, and it's like, man, like leveling at a high level, like after, you know, 95 and like just spending hours and hours leaving and remaking and doing bell runs and like, oh my God. There's zero part of me that was looking forward to that whatsoever. Yeah. And so, like, my thing is I'm going to play the game and I'm going to have fun with it for sure. Yeah. But, like, how long? Is that going to last <laughs> one campaign playthrough? Is it going to last 100 hours, 200 hours, 400 hours? I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm going to play it until it's not fun. And then when it's not fun, then I'll shelf it, you know? Yeah. And if they never update the game, then it's probably shelved forever. If they say, hey, we're going to add this big balance patch in the next season, then cool. I bring it off the shelf and we play it some more. Yeah. And that's why I like so. go back to that reference I made last week, whereas, you know, everyone in here, a lot of people in here, we're still playing D3 because we're crazy. And, you know, 10 years from now we get patch 3.13 or sorry, that's Wee. Uh, we get the, the latest season 23 patch yeah. and you know, it's rat runs and like, it's the same, like nothing's changed. And so like, we're going to come back and it's been exciting and nostalgic. And then it's like, Oh yeah, I remember why I quit. Mm -hmm. So, like a new season in Diablo, regardless, is fun for the first week. Yeah. Like the first, they don't, if they stopped 100% said, okay, season 23 is the last patch we're going to make for Diablo 3. I would still come back and play the weekends on season launch. Totally. At minimum. Because it's fun. But then after that, like, why, why am I still grinding this? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and I think Diablo 2 will kind of be the same, but, um, I hope I'm wrong, man, because there is so much like the, the amount of hype that is generated is pretty nutty, at least in, in my community. Like I have so many people that are like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best thing ever. And I'm going to play this 
you know, every second of my life until I die. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, Cause I've gotten like the total opposite. People are like pogging out that it's going to release, but like as the time keeps progressing, they're like, you know, I don't know. Like I'm kind of reconsidering now. Yeah. Like, I, I, I literally get through. Yeah. I've had people like just this week freaking out. Like just, I, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. It's going to be like to the point where it was almost, Hashtag almost ad? like yeah, yeah it, it was it was almost like these are people the community members that i've known for oh, a long yeah. time so and I'm, and I'm just like man this is like it's a calm down dude it's the same 20 year old game you could fire it up right now and still play it you know what i mean so um i don't know that's that's kind of the weird thing to me it's mm -hmm. like we'll see we'll see yeah, how it goes we'll see um and then in complete kind of not diablo related news but still obviously topical for us Blizzard flashbang has done some job postings uh, towards developing a AAA multiplayer game mm -hmm. in a quote epic memorable world. And mm. some of these postings say stuff like, you know, we're looking for people with like first person shooter experience, a broad, Blizzard. extensive player yeah. experience with FPS, FPS, and action games, both single player and online. There we go, Fluff. That's it. We're the new guys, man. We're going to be game design leads for this undisclosed project. We're both FPS players. Yeah. And the former Halo Pro. Yeah. I'm the looter shooter I, grinder. I can't believe you just leaked that, by the way. Oh, nobody knew you were a Halo Pro? Nobody, nobody knew that. I'm sorry, dude. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Hey, sorry. Um, yeah, that's that's our, new, that's our new thing. Well, now they know, so they're definitely going to hire us. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it... Makes sense with them I've always Destiny. thought, yeah, exactly. I've always thought since day one, after they boot booted Destiny and you know Bungie from like Activision, I was like, well, I feel like they stepped on their toes because someone was like, we're gonna make a looter shooter, and then Destiny was all like, bro, that's our yeah. thing. So, yeah. and it did, it did seem like you know that's a big hole for Blizzard is they don't have that, and that's like yeah. kind of the, one of the big genres that are you know, people are thirsty for this, just not covered by Blizzard games. So I always thought yeah, that that was a whole. It's not covered by really any game that well anymore. Like, like Destiny has been kind of the leader for a long time, but everybody wants somebody to take the crown. I feel like so bad from Destiny, but nobody can step up. Anthem, so hyped. And it's just dead on arrival. Division had so many good things, but just they never ironed it out. Um and it's like now Outriders is going to come out, but they're not marketing it as a live service game. So we'll have to see where it goes. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's going to take the crown from Destiny either. So there, I feel like is there's Destiny this, even have the crown? Because I hear just so much like, about the vision. It's than got I the crown, but it's not yeah. like, you know, it's, it's kind of by default. You sure. know what I'm saying? It's not like they earned the crown. Like originally they did, but they haven't innovated in the genre in yeah, all yeah. I hear from Destiny is like people bitching about how bad the yeah, game is. Yeah, I hear are. that a lot too. But I, I think I think it's squeaky wheel. Like there's still people that play the game and have fun with it. I have community guys that play it and they're like, no, the game's good right now. You know, mm. so I think it just depends on who you talk to. There's just complainers everywhere. But sure. Um, but yeah, I don't. But there's no competition for real. Like like Division just announced they're going to make more content, but it's months and months away, and their content's been Division Two didn't live up to the hype in my opinion. Um, and, and there's nothing, there's nothing really else out there, you know, Outriders has maybe some makings of a good looter shooter, but I don't think it's going to have any kind of live service. That's more of just going to be like a, grind out some campaign. We'll have to see how that, I don't even know how that's going to play out. 
you know so. yeah i'm curious because you know i i did a good amount of research on outriders because i i did enjoy the demo for what is worth mm-hmm. um and i do like if i look at the end game of what they're planning so far with the expeditions and the crafting on the surface that's like oh that's way better than anything we've seen from division and destiny because like they didn't even really have crafting like that much yeah. like socketing or whatever and you know, increase your light level it's like snooze but um yeah I, I i thought it was a better formula but the whole like you know we're not going to be a game as a service and yeah not a big game service. what do you do when you're repeating missions to farm bosses right. exactly like that's not but see that's not like and we don't know maybe they got better end game planned right yeah i hope and that's the but, thing on the demo right now is you like you literally just go up to a boss and then like you let him kill you and then you reload at the checkpoint and you like go back and fight him again you loot the stuff you let him kill you and it's just yeah. that so, and like that's shit like that's the, like if, shit. We're, if we're if we're being honest like that's garbage like yeah. if that's the game then you guys have failed like the game's already dead mm-hmm. so uh like i said i'll play through the campaign on it and then hopefully it's good but if it if it's a leave game make game and we're talking about we're talking about Diablo two, and we're talking about uh, Borderlands. Like make new game. Like Borderlands and, and Diablo are very very similar, just shooter versus ARPG, and and uh, in that aspect. And it's it, this is going to follow that, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Like uh, so, Asmin like came back to streaming today, mm-hmm. right? And one of the immediate topics he discussed was like the Diablo, and his argument was. You know, regardless of the design decisions they make from Diablo, is like Diablo Four is gonna be incredibly fun for like two weeks. Period. Yeah. There's, he said, there's no scenario where Diablo Four isn't fu- really, really fucking fun for like two weeks. It's just a matter of like, what, 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 ap- what happens after that, and like, is there really any depth of the game, and like, did they do enough in that department of the end game, and like, all that stuff, right? And he's totally right, and I think that yeah. this is exactly like that like the, with the outriders outriders yeah, yeah is, is yeah like, i think it, i think it'll be fun i think the multiplayer jump in jump out aspect is going to be really cool too so we'll have to see how scaling and stuff works and you know those are those are the big things it's like it, it they want this game to be multiplayer like they keep they keep talking about this is a jump in jump out co-op but it's like if if fluff with with no kids and his girlfriend doesn't care if he plays 100 hours a week of games and then there's me with kids and wife who does care if i play 100 hours a week so like if we have different play levels right and you get in and you have best of the best loot and i don't and i jump in your game are you carrying at that point or can i contribute can i not contribute those are all kind of kind of questions i would hope that i that i don't contribute that much because if i do then what's the point of getting power level Mm. right getting this gear Um, Uh, but yeah you're right but d3 has that in a sense right like i could group with you at 2000 paragon and you have 800 but like you know you're a z-necker so i don't really care at the end of the day yeah. just do your job so. yeah as long as i'm a heel bot right, right? <laughs> yeah so as long I, as i can heel bot you yeah. you know i guess we're good so we'll we'll see how this game i'm i'm excited for it uh chances are we're not going to get to play it regardless though so unless we just do 48 hour stream like you know outriders does launch the day before diablo preseason if it hits on the second Snatch. so we get we get an outriders all night and then not sleep and then just go straight to the season <laughs> launch i guess <laughs> oh man yeah. i don't know so i hope that we get some feedback with the patch notes uh at least by next week by next podcast so we can at least figure out what we want to run yeah for the season launch well not just that but you know it's it's interesting because i think that 
like Blizzard. Blizzard historically with D three doesn't really care when they launch, but mm-hmm. I think they should take a look at Chris Wilson's like we're fucked if we share a launch date with blank, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Outriders is a big enough launch to consider like maybe you shouldn't yeah. do the league start that weekend. But you know. I I agree with that. To me, it always seems like it makes sense to plan those releases. Um and it kind of seems like Blizzard has an attitude of we don't care about what other people are doing, we're just gonna do us. I don't think that's the right attitude though, you know? And like I said, maybe I'm selfish. Like I think dropping it, dropping the last one during um Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving weekend. I felt was a pretty shitty choice. Like I, I, I didn't play. Was that wasn't was it last one or the one before that? I don't know. They dropped one of them during Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'm out Saturday. You know what I mean? Like I'll play yeah. Friday night, but Saturday I'm out because I got stuff I have to do. You know. Um, I think it was this one. It's so long ago, but I'm pretty sure it was still was this, it one. this one. <laughs> yeah. God damn, dude! It seems like that was like I five months ago so because it kind of was this is the longest season like ever so yeah. long and what is when is easter weekend man is that a few weeks is that hold on i don't know my holidays let's take a look like the first sunday of april or something right yeah so that's this weekend right yeah the weekend of the yeah of this potential so it would be the fourth yeah Start, so like yeah. like listen I'm, I'm not like super crazy easter celebrator guy but you know like that probably affects a lot of people some people sure so only you know i don't know we'll see man i hope yeah. that they, they they think about it and then you also got poe coming up soon right like they're gonna mid-april yeah mid-april we should have a trailer and the, the launch and i gotta tell you man like i think i don't know that there's anything in gaming for me right now like i love the d4 updates like I look forward to those, but nothing gets my mouth watering. Like the, the PUE like trailer and the launch day and all mm-hmm. that hype. So yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward to that. Super ready. Yeah. yeah. Mid April we should know. And so I would expect if it's mid April, then we get, you know, the new league late April. Right. Yep. So it's What's good that they're not lining up, at least. Yeah. I think something's <laughs> happening in May. I can't remember what it was though now. Hmm. No idea. Um, maybe a WoW patch. I don't know. Something, something gaming related is happening in May, but I can't. Remember Diablo what. Immortal. Is that May? I don't. We have no idea <laughs> on a date. Did they say twenty one for that? Did they yeah. announce anything? Mm-hmm. Did they? Did they say coming Immortal 21? and D two Resurrected this year. Well, Resurrected is definitely twenty one for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so was Immortal. Um, so was Immortal. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but he, okay. I, this is, woo. So PoE did a thing. Okay. They basically released a manifesto that touched on Harvest. And, you know, mm-hmm. that a lot of players are really liking the Harvest. And, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm generally curious because I would categorize you as a casual PoE player. And 100%. so I, I'm very curious of, of your opinion on okay. a lot of these things. But, uh, just to set this up, so you know, Harvest Crafting's in the game right now. It was brought back after taking a hiatus for one league, uh, and you know, players are making some crazy stuff with it, and uh, you know, farming it, and like, there's some issues with it in trade league because like you have to go through Discord and blah blah blah. Uh, but I think that a lot of people have really really enjoyed it. Me personally, you know, for me, this league was like the best league ever. Um, Harvest obviously had a little bit to do with that. Um, 
But yeah, so they came out with this patch that basically touched on their basically their manifesto of of Pee-wee going forward. And there's some really interesting sentences in this. Uh there's really, really I mean, I think I can't think of a time in Pee-wee history that the community's been like this triggered. Yeah. Uh and I I've seen some of this. Like I'm not I'm not huge in the PoE scene. Like I don't follow the big creators and stuff. I mean, I follow the biggest ones, but you know, like I'm not in, I'm not in the scene. Man, I've seen posts and tweets where people were like, this is, this is ludicrous. Like I'm, you know, streamers not going to stream because of communities being so split and toxic. And it's, it's been nutty, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can remember times in the past year, there's like when they said they weren't going to nerf the, heralds and then they did and people are like what the hell i invested in like more currency after you said you weren't gonna nerf it and then you nerfed it yeah. anyways and like people freaked out about that but this is like by far and away the most freaked out i've seen in the pue community um and you've got your polarizing camps and so we'll, we'll get into that too uh but yeah so they say some really interesting sentences here and i probably should have highlighted the ones beforehand but the ones in particular that really stand out to me is like we uh it says in game harvest crafting allowed the creation of some ridiculous items, uh, mostly via a set of deterministic crafts interactive with specific types of mods. Uh, this had to be toned down, and we had to choose between two ways to do it: either by removing the dangerous crafts or by keeping them uh, in a rare impossibility. So that's what they did going forward. With mm. with they just kind of kept everything, I guess, ultimately just to test it. I think that harvest was still like very much a testing thing, and they didn't really make that like evident to the community. So I think maybe there's some miscommunication there, but um, <sighs> it, it, so even with the crafts, uh, we made quite, it felt pretty common when the entire community was pulling together and using them on the right crafts, right? And so their design philosophy is this. When we were designing Path of Exile, a critical aspect of item acquisition is that growth is through random rather than the deterministic means. When you defeat bosses and monsters, you receive random items. When you approach cardio for the first time, you get a value item. You are offered a random one. When you craft an item, you receive a random modifier. In limited cases where you can choose specific modifier, it's usually worse than could have done been uh, acquired randomly. Even game systems specifically intended to involve deterministic, uh, such as div cards and incubators, still have amounts of luck involved. It's also important that items are hard to perfect. Ideally, there's significant diminishing returns in currency item crafting process, which lets most players get something good enough relatively easily, and the expert players can really show off good items that took a lot of effort to make. Obtaining a perfect item is ideally close to impossible, with very few players able to claim that they have such valuable treasures. We feel that the current state of harvest crafting runs against both of these important philosophies. We know that many players would love us to keep determinist at crafting in the game because it enables them to complete their items far more quickly than they otherwise would. Uh, but then there would be, there would quickly be nothing left to achieve. It was an interesting experiment and we understand some players are very attached to this incredibly easy crafting, but it's just <laughs> not the path of exile we set out to make. This, this sentence is the craziest sentence. This sentiment was summed up by a member of our design team who said recently, quote, we don't want to take away the feeling of closing your eyes and exalting an item, scared whether to, scared to see whether or not you ruined it. Um, so yeah, I think the, the big 
topics here is they're like we we know the players really like to get their items fast yeah which i don't know that i agree with at all and then they want very few players to have like you know really well rolled gear basically and then the fact that they said like it was incredibly easy uh, it's just it's just kind of a weird. So to me, yeah, yeah. Let's just get your opinion first before I kind of dive into what I think. But so for a casual player, incredibly easy is it's incredibly easy if you have a PoE PhD, right? Like, sure, if you understand what you're doing, then I'm sure it's incredibly easy. For someone like me with minimal PoE time, it makes no sense, right? So I I, I think. There's probably a larger base of players on my side of the spectrum than on your side of the spectrum yeah. that understand it. If, if I'm just looking at raw numbers, right? Sure. Um, but I do think that players like easy means to get stuff. I think that breaks the game. I think that if you give things out too easily, the desire to play the game goes away and they move on to other games. Uh, but I do think that historically players will have more, the more vocal players will have positive feedback to easier methods to require items. Like if you, any game, Diablo 3, example, they did the double, they doubled the legendary drop rate way back, like, you know, Reaper of Souls launch-ish time. And people, they, they added a weekend buff and people were like, oh, this is so amazing. And then they just left it. And then mm -hmm. it seems like ever since then, as they added more tiers and added more things, drop rate goes up and up and up. Does that make us play the game longer? Absolutely not, in my opinion. It's just like we get the stuff in the week and now we're done, you know? So I, I agree with their philosophies on all of that. Um, and then the last sentence, he says, we don't want to take away the feeling of closing your eyes, exalting an item, and scared to see whether you ruined it or not. Um, I That's not something that I really do in the game. I think having a fear of destroying an item can make some really awesome content but for your casual player who's not trying to make really awesome content they just want the item yeah probably feels pretty bad you know what i mean totally. so and so you're just gonna so, say those exalts and get something that's already crafted yeah you're just gonna sell them yeah. you're gonna sell your exalts right <laughs> so our trade them right? right so i i think that that philosophy is completely against your community to say that we we want you to be scared to exalt an item, in my opinion, is like, okay, well, good luck, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's a, there is a lot to unpack from this. Uh, you know, obviously, upon initially reading this, I was like, well, it kind of feels like, you know, they, they want the high-end players to have the best gear. Well, that's always been the case anyways. Regardless mm -hmm. of how Harvest made zero impact on that whatsoever. The best guys are still getting the best stuff. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like literally does not matter. Yeah. Uh, to me, what this really hits is that mid-tier player, right? So the guy that really knows Path of Exile, but maybe doesn't have as much time to play it as like a full-time gamer or full-time streamer. Mm -hmm. Like the guy that can still play like three to five hours a night or even less. But like you can get in and get some like augment lives and stuff like that and, and craft some pretty good gear. I think it really hits the player that is in that mid range. Um, so I I get it. I get what their philosophy is. I just don't know that I agree with it because I think the some of the best crafting in PUE is deterministic, and I think that their use of deterministic is kind of weird because like 
technically fossil crafting is deterministic crafting. It's like mm -hmm. you can put mods in a fossil and then you have a better chance of when you roll that item that it's going to roll the mods that you want. But it's still kind of like luck at the end of the day. And that's right. technically deterministic. Um, so I think that there's some confusion here as the well. The game seems to be able to, like, and like I said, as a casual player, it seems like there's 100% ways to influence the gear that you get and the drops that you get all the time. So, yeah. like, if you're targeting items, there are ways to influence to get those drops that you want. So kind it seems of, like the yeah. whole system is set up that way, you yeah. know, like deterministic. But it, I feel like they're just specifically targeting Harvest really heavily and saying, like, this is too easy for people who know. Yeah, and doing. I think that that's a weird sentence, right? That's incredible. They said you can get stuff too really fast, which I don't know who they're talking to. I mean, obviously, Trade League is probably like you just get on and maybe you have a ton of currency and you just buy the, you know, the hard yeah, you, gotta, you, you got to get the ton of currency yeah. in the first place. It's I not know. like, it's like <laughs> currency just gets given to me. You I know agree. What I mean? And then the fact that oh. they say, you know, it's incredibly easy. And I would, I would again argue that like, that's kind of a weird statement. Cause I, I don't think it's incredibly easy to really min max harvest. Like you have to have some idea of what's going on. Um, and like ways to block things or, like when to hit that augment fizz or like exactly what to look for. And I don't, I wouldn't sum all of that up as incredibly easy, like quote unquote. Uh, so I think that's yeah, just a really weird touch. statement. They're out of touch with the game because they work on it all day, every day. Cause enough, like their game is not easy by any means. As a relatively new player, th there's so much stuff that just goes over your head. You're yeah. And so like, that's leads me to like, where, I mean, where does the feedback come from? Like, is it your guys like, you know, Empyrean and Cute Dog that like just crap all over the game and like end the league with 10,000 Exalted Orbs? And they're like, well, it's just too easy because like now the mid-tier players are able to make currency too and I don't like that. Or yeah. like, is it like, where where does this feedback come from, I guess, at the end of the day that it's like too easy? I don't know. And again, I, I don't think that there's been a lot of posts, you know, if you get on Reddit, the PUE Reddit, it's like there's... And, millions of memes about this whole last statement of we want you to feel like you know you're basically blindly spamming any item and that's how we want you to play the game and people are like but that sucks like vanilla yeah. poe crafting is like it's cool but it's completely and totally random um and most people are like you know when when fossil crafting became a thing when bc area became a thing you could like somewhat deterministically make stuff uh the game improved like a thousand percent and that's really when I started playing is when like you could start making stuff that was somewhat good, like multi-modding and, uh, you know, some of the crafting bench stuff. And yeah, like the, to me, it's a thousand times better than like if you were to make an item how PUE originally intended you, like you're transmuting, then you're uh, augmenting. So like you got to hit, you, you get one mod that you want and then you aug completely RNG for the second mod. Like, okay, crap, I didn't get what I wanted. Start yeah. again. Orb of alteration. Okay, I hit one mod that I want. Og. Dang it. Okay, orb of alteration. Okay, I actually, actually hit two mods that I really like. And then, boom, you regal. Crap. Let's restart. Go back to this finish. I didn't get the third thing that I want. And then the weird chance that you get three things that you want. Like, then vanilla crafting, like, you're, you're going to use three exalted orbs to completely randomize what you're going to get. And you're like, yeah, you could lock those in, like, suffixes on certain items and... Like you have a better chance of getting things that you want, but still like you're going to hit like your mana rolls. You're going to hit like <laughs> life on kill and stuff that you have, like, have zero use for. And I don't know. Is that super duper fun? 
I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, to me, it's it's a bit weird. Um, the thing that I think maybe is not evident to a lot of players is like the big thing here is that they're removing the ability to like augment on influence items, which is a, like a pretty big nerf. So now I can't like, for example, get exploding mod so easily, which is like yeah. pretty you know game defining. Um, which I get. I I don't think that it'll be the end of the world, but I, there's actually some still some really big ways to like big brain these crafts. It's just like way more expensive. So now you'd like lock in prefixes with like the crafting bench for two exalted orbs, and then you'd use like a reroll from harvest, and it's, so it just becomes more complicated and more expensive to do the really deterministic crafts. But it's still a way to do it. So. Ultimately, people are still going to buy it eventually anyways. It's just going to slow down the process, though. Like, so now what you're doing is you're letting the people who really understand the mechanics behind crafting control the crafting. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, there's new ways you can do it, but I know how I'm not going to tell or, or right. you know, other guys aren't going to learn. And then so they're going to put it up. And so now they're going to just make more currency. They're still going to do the same thing. They're still going to produce the same amount of items. People are just aren't going to have their builds work the way they want. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I, as a new player looking in, it feels like a bad change to me because if they're going to make crafting harder than it already is, because I don't really understand it a lot now as it as mm -hmm. it goes, but if they're just going to make it more difficult, it's going to discourage people who are maybe that mid-tier from, from going further or from newer players like me from being able to farm the currency to buy the trade league items that we want right. to finish the builds. And some of those things are build-defining things that if you can't afford it, it's just like, okay, well, my build plays like crap, so this game's not fun. I'm out. Yeah, you know and I, I think mean? that point right there was the big thing that was the red flag for me is like, yeah, you know, being able to craft some of this really insane, like, mirror-tier gear, which I still haven't done. So when they say incredibly easy, I'm like, who the hell are you talking to? Because, like, <laughs> I'm, I yeah. have, like, insane uptime this league, like, actually insane uptime. And I still don't have like, I think a trade league person would look at my character and, and laugh like, but my yeah. character is like the best character I've ever made. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't know who the hell they're talking to when they say easy, but yeah, I think that point in particular, what you just said is what really like scared me about this whole design philosophy is like, well, obviously in PUE, there's skills that just perform better. And those skills become the meta. Like you got your earthquake, your earth shatter mm -hmm. right now. Those things are just insane. They hit like trucks. Everyone's running them. They're so good. And you don't have to have any gear to really make them like insanely good. And same with like minions and stuff like that, right? And so if gear is now harder again to craft, yes, maybe it was too easy to craft the really good stuff, but it was also like build enabling. Like me, I've killed the feared with Venom Gyre. Would I have been able to do that without the aid of Harvest? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so, like, to me, that's kind of sad. Just like, well, like, we're wanting... You're forcing the and, avenue yeah. of metas. We're, we're yeah. forcing everyone kind of back into metas. Like, if you want to kill the feared, congratulations, but, like, you're going to have to do it on, on like, a, an earthquake build. So you can't do it on your, like, your fun build that you're, you're having a good time with because, like, you're just not going to get the gear that you need to do it. Like, with that, I could take the gear that I have for, for Venom Gyre and I could put that on something that's meta... And I would do like 200% better. And I think that sucks. So yeah. I think that the, if this is their message, then they just like need to probably do more balance. At the end of the day, you know, I think 
it doesn't change the game for the high-end players that I think that this is really kind of catered to. I think it hurts the medium tier player, and I think that that's probably the majority of your audience. So this post just kind of feels weird, but I still think there's going to be ways to get the good stuff. You know, I think that there's some big brain plays that people aren't seeing here. Uh, it's just going to be more expensive to do it. And at the end of the day, I got to hope, right? I have to have some faith in GGG because, you know, they've, they've gone in the right, right direction for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. The only red flag here for me was like, okay, well, Heist was like awful. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, Ugh. yeah, but again, again, though. So like in my experiences in playing POE, I had a lot of people tell me that they liked Heist. You know what I mean? I had so, some people tell me anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, that your opinion is wrong. I'm just saying that there are people out there who did like it a little. Um, I didn't play it, so I right. don't have an opinion. You or said I was it was going awful, with so that. I never avoided. It was like, so Heist was really bad. I was like, Ugh, I don't know about the direction of this game. And then, you know, Ritual came out and the Atlas skill trees and all that stuff and the harvest coming back. And like everything about this leak, like hit for me. Like I just loved it. I was addicted. I'm still playing it. Which I don't know that I've ever played a PUE like two plus months into the league still. Um, but, you know, I, I was really excited about the, the the future and the direction of this game. And then, you know, I see this and it's like, okay, well, you know, I sucked. And that was like their mind child. And now it's like, well, we're, we're in our nerf harvest. And so, like, this is kind of their mind child. So it's like, I don't know. But I got to get, I hope to have. That the next league will like, oh, maybe the next league introduce some new form of crafting or so, deterministically uh, way of getting stuff. How is the iteration of of heist in this new like they they carried it over and and you don't like the new iteration it's of it terrible. either, right? Yeah, it's yeah. awful. So, so would you want them to spend dev time on fixing that or just get rid of it at this point? It's tough um, because I there's assets there. That like that's be such a waste to just lose, right? Like going into the mm-hmm. the vaults and like the things that happen there and disabling the traps and like the chests and like that upgrading your progress bar. So you have to like choose what you can loot and what you can't loot and all that stuff is. There's some things you could scrap probably to make some good content, but yeah, it would need a pretty significant rework to me to be any kind of fun. And, and there's, is that worth it? Is that I don't. Well, I mean, that's the only way to get replicas, and replicas are like game breaking like game defining build defining and the alternate skill gems like you have to you have to do some heist to get those things and that's the only reason people are running heist is because like there's certain content that's locked behind them but like no one's having fun doing it mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean I, i've always been an advocate for like well we should like maybe pump the brakes for just like one league and focus on improving all of the leagues that are currently in the game but at the same time i know that majority of people probably wouldn't want that like they just yeah. like the new stuff, the new stuff, Le- yeah. league after league after league. So, yeah. yeah, it's been crazy though. Like I honestly like to even stream the game, you know, during this time, especially when it was brand new posts, like people coming in, just like wanting to fight, you know, <laughs> like yeah, wanting dude. to argue and like, yeah. you know, your opinion I'm, sucks. I'm with you. Like I, I was watching some of the, some of the Twitter battles that people were having and um, I was like, damn, like people are heated. Like I've never seen... I've never seen people go at it on Twitter over POE and I saw it, I saw it and I'm like, that's really interesting, you know, to see people doing this. So, yeah, I mean, I've I've seen some, you know, some super cringe takes. I've seen some like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, Yeah, it's, it's been really interesting. That's like to see what, which camp 
it's pretty evident usually like which camp people are in and uh yeah I, I think it i think it falls yeah man i think it i think it goes that way with a lot of stuff i think a lot of the big influencers for games can really dictate content in a game yeah that don't that doesn't necessarily uh represent the majority of your player base you know so, yeah but then then we we get down to like who who are we building games for mm-hmm. you know like if poe catered to the mid-tier and casual tier audience it wouldn't be the game it is right now you know that's kind of what makes it the game it is is that it is so big brain that you know i think the low-tier players are like oh man i just want to be a mid-tier player and the mid-tier players are like oh man i just want to be a high-tier player yeah and the high-tier guys are like i want to be elite i want to be the the best of the best so I think it gives them that carrot to chase, you know? Yeah, and that's interesting. So there's two things that you said that have immediate guttural reactions for me. Like, one is, like, the carrot to chase. And people, like, so in this article, it's like, well, you know, what's the point of even playing after you get the stuff? Like, for me, I was continuing to playing because I'm trying to hit those harvest crafts. Like, harvest crafts are still, like, you have to acquire them. Yeah. And so I'm, like, playing to get another, a second augment crit. And I still well, haven't seen a second sell them, one. right? Yeah, people sell them in trade league, right? That's, yeah. that's the thing, right? I think, and and I think a lot of this is feels directed at trade league too. Totally, right? everything's directed yeah. at trade league, yeah. Yeah, and it's like because people sell crafts, and and people in my streams are like, "Oh, you should sell that craft," because I I guess I got one that was good, which I don't know, right? Like you could sell those crafts or whatever, and I'm like, "Oh, then, but how do you do it? Well, you got to go on this Discord, and then the guy gives you the thing and trade the thing and." That seems like way too much work, man. I don't totally. care. Totally, you know, like I I totally don't care. So until they add some kind of interface in game, like they, they need to, they need to work on their, like they support trade league in the game, but then they don't support trade league in the game. They're like, oh, we're going to let you trade. And if you spend money to buy special stash tabs, you can kind of do it better. But, um, an auction house would make all sense. Why, why don't they just do that? I don't, I don't. Understand. Yeah. I mean, it's super interesting. Cause like, you know, I, I'm two weeks into the league and I'm having the time of my life. And I'm like, man, I love the harvest changes. And people are coming to chat and they're like, oh, but harvest sucks. I'm like, how could you possibly think that? And then I go and I see the experience that players are having trading harvest crafts with each other. I'm like, oh, God, like, I get it. That fucking sucks. And but and that immediately fills me with dread because I'm like, oh, crap, I'm an SSF player and I'm loving harvest. Uh, but I know it's going to get changed because trade people, trade people are not liking it. So, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of an immediate feeling of dread because it's like this hits for me but I see why it doesn't hit for you guys. Yeah, totally. And I think in PoE 2.0, I think they, if they're going to do trading like at the, to the extent that they do, then they need to, they need to build some auction house style UIs for it. Like the system that they have now is garbage. Like but you're then going they out sell to the hideout. website. Like that's, that, I, I don't know. Find other ways to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like find another reason to force players to go to see hideouts. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's a good, compelling reason, right? Because I've been to a lot of hideouts when I was doing my trade stuff. None of them made me want to buy, spend a single penny except for one dude. One dude well, had a dope-ass hideout. That's he had the one dude. and But like, to me, I'm still not going to do it. I'm going to spend sure. that money on stash space because I'm a hoarder, right? I'm always just going to buy stash space. So, um, but it, it was, it was, there's got to be ways. Like, show, like when you purchase an item, then off the auction house, then let's say you have to go collect it from the guy's hideout. Right. At any time. Like you can just boom, it just takes you to his hideout. He's got like a delivery box. You go, I don't know, man. There's ways that they could they could still do that. Yeah, but you know? like say that was the way, right? 
And okay. so someone puts something, you put something up for on the auction and it's like, oh, it's a headhunter for 130 exalts or something. Yeah. People are like, oh, that's a good deal. So everyone rushes to your hideout. <laughs> And the first no, no, person no, no, they get no, there no. gets the no 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 you buy it you buy it on the auction house and then the person that wins the bid they have to go, go to, to the hideout to collect, to collect it. it that's yeah better. that's my that's thought okay. my thought would be like all right fluff put the headhunter up I bought it I won yes it's like you know a message thing pops up you won click here to go to fluff's hideout I click the thing and boom I'm in your hideout I'm yeah. in there and like it doesn't you'd have matter to have if like a there. fixed location though because people are probably like hide their like little vendor oh, they build a bunch people. of walls around yeah. it so you can't get it <laughs> listen i saw somebody do that in a trade once i did that and the guy had his uh his teleport pad thing was like buried underneath like a tree and some shrubs and like i couldn't find it at first like i i yeah. was and as a new player i'm like shit how do i get out of here i guess i'm gonna open my map up and yeah. leave right can i just can i portal like what do you do yeah it's like a honeywell like people have set up honeywells in period like to trap a bunch of bots uh, is that what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> so That's like they can't get out. Um, is there a way? To, is there a way to get out without clicking the waypoint? I think it's log out. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's, the other that's, thing that's, that's something fun that I would do. I would totally yeah. do that. I would totally make a hideout to trap bots and just totally. sit there and watch. Like I'd right. be fun. So um, the other thing you mentioned there was which was kind of interesting and an, an ongoing contentious subject for PUE is like is you know how much do you listen to your community because. I've heard like some streamers that I completely agree with, like on their harvest take, I'm with you 100%. But then to like hear the counter argument of like, well, you know, if you, if you make any concessions for the community, like for your game's vision, well then, well then you're D3. And like, and as soon as you start doing that, then the game becomes more casual. And eventually you get to the point where like your game's just total garbage, like D3. And so it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess there's this there's this uh, mindset within the PUE community that if they give in at all, then like oh they're just go play Greater Rifts. Basically, I hear that a lot, right? Like, um, that's a weird that's a weird take. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think your play your players play the game like so. I think the disconnect happens in most every game because the developers and the guys are so focused in their game and their work. That they don't actually play the game like it and so you get this little bit of it like if i'm if i work for for a diablo on the diablo 4 team and my job is uh i'm in leveling design right or leveling something and so i'm working on this area to work out the leveling process and i spend 40 hours a week doing that i'm biased to it for one and two i'm probably sick of it and three i'm not going to go home and play the game and do the end game I'm going to pay attention to the leveling. So I'm disconnected already. And so like all these devs that have a focus or have their thing, they're, they're not probably going and playing the game like a casual, normal consumer would go and play their game. And I think the feedback from their audience is huge. I think that's like one of the biggest things. Are, are gamers always right? Nope. Like yeah. we're stupid. We screw up games all time. But I do think we have good suggestions sometimes too, you know? Right. So. I've definitely seen seen implementations of player feedback break games, uh, you know. And then on the flip side, how many times have you seen devs be stubborn and hard headed and kill games, you know? Yeah. So Bungie did that recently. I think they did something really cool. So Bungie's obviously the maker of Destiny's. I, I love Destiny as an IP. I talk about it on the pod frequently. Um, I don't play the game anymore, but I love the concept. I love the IP. I, I want that game to do well. And so I follow it. 
And so recently they introduced sunsetting in the game, which is a system that they take current gear and they give it an expiration date to force people to use new things. But they said the reasoning for this was that it was going to allow them the headspace to create powerful items that aren't always the meta forever and ever, because otherwise they always have to create crazier and crazier and crazier things. Sure. On paper, it makes sense, right? But when you start putting expirations on players' loot rewards and and things, it starts to set this mindset of, well, why am I going to go do that? It's just going to expire anyways. Right. You know, I don't want to do that. And so the players freaked out when they saw this, like, this is dumb. This is the worst idea. This is super bad. Don't do this. And they did it anyways, and they put it in the game. And then after it was in the game, they realized, you know what? You guys were right. We screwed up. This is a bad idea. They straight up admitted like, hey, we screwed this up. This is not a good idea. We thought it would work. It didn't work. We're going to take it out. And this is what we're doing to take it out. Here's the plans. And so I, that that's a situation where I feel like the devs were like in their own disconnect. And they were like, we have an issue. It's a valid issue, but our solution isn't going to fix it. The community is like, that's not going to fix it, dude. And they didn't listen. And then once they put it in, that it was cool of them, I think, to actually say, hey, like we realized this isn't working. So sorry, we're going to try to fix it. But yeah, we don't know. And what. it's interesting, too, because I get their mindset. Like to me, the, yeah. on paper, that seems like it should work. Because you got like some of the things that stood the test of time, like uh, Diablo 2. Diablo 2 had ethereal items and it worked mm-hmm. in that game. Um, if you look at like TCGs, like uh, Magic the Gathering, it's been around for like yeah. literally ages and they roll stuff into like a forbidden list yeah. and pull stuff out and like that makes yeah. sense. Hearthstone does it with, they have their system, yeah. I forget what it's called. Wild like, and yeah, yeah. standard or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it makes sense on paper why you would do that. It just, uh, yeah. Does it work in a looter shooter? Does it work in an RPG? Who knows? Yeah, but it does suck though, because like I'll use Hearthstone as an example. I never really played Hearthstone much, right? But when it first came out, I um I, I played a lot with the free deck, and I ended up getting enough of uh, whatever currency that they have to let you craft cards, right? And so I crafted, I got enough together to craft a decent deck that was competitive for a season of Hearthstone, and it was it was like oh that's cool, you know. And I played a little bit as a complete card novice. But then eventually those cards got rolled into the, the retired or wild set or whatever they call it, right? It's like, so that killed my desire to ever go back, though. I was like, well, I'm not going to go back and play. I don't even have a deck now. The deck that I worked so hard for is obsolete, so I'm not going to use it. Is that a shitty mindset as a player to have? Probably, but I'm a casual player that's not going to play the game. So, like, why should they care about me, though? Yeah. You know what I mean? So they shouldn't because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a Hearthstone player. I think so I don't know, man. I think there's definitely like uh, a middle ground here, which is something I think that maybe both parties aren't really considering. I think you could very easily do, and this is something I suggested immediately, um, where like instead of like, okay, maybe you can't augment physical on a uh, conqueror-based chest to guarantee like an explodey mod, but like what if you could augment physical with a lucky value so that you could still brick you could still not hit the augment fizz but there's just a higher likelihood that you could hit the augment fizz i think that that Mm -hmm. still stays true to their design philosophy of like things being bricked and random and you know doing something blindfolded but it also satiates you know the like well i'll never get that unless i have a way to like deterministically craft it i think that's yeah I don't think I don't camp. think random feels good personally. I'm not a huge like 
I'm going to blindfold and just hope that I get what I want. <laughs> I don't, I think that's you know? a lot of the community sentiment. Like that's the big yeah, polarization. I think, I think that's silly. I think that PoE's crafting system is super complex Yeah. Uh, from a novice player looking in. And if you give direction to get to the item you want, even if it's just a compass, right? It's like, okay, to get what you want, you need to go this direction. Okay, cool. Like, at least now I know eventually if I keep doing this, I'm gonna get where I wanna get. But if you just like drop me in the middle of a map that's fogged up with no compass, you're like, find the thing. You're just like, okay, I guess yeah. I'm just gonna run, you know, it's, it's bad, man. It's a, it, I don't know. I, I don't play enough PoE to really have a super valid opinion on this, but it seems to me like it's a bad change, especially for SSF guys. Oh, yeah. um, but even, even, you know, it's going to hurt maybe the high, super high-end players. Are no, gonna it's have not going to hurt they want. So they're going to have everything they want instantly, right? right? So, so like maybe it hurts their, their carrot chase because they have everything they want mm. really fast. But this is going to give them more currency to brag about or flex yeah. on or i mean it's like you know what cute dog has like 10 stash tabs full of headhunters in a season yeah. i don't know, you like know? It, just, it just widens that gap between like your elite and your mid-tier yeah and widens the gap between builds being good which i just don't like so to me to me anything that would make it harder for the mid the low mid-tier and beginning players to get a functional build i feel like is a bad thing mm -hmm. um I think the the complexity that it takes to get something going now isn't that hard in trade league. You can play the game, you'll get chaos orbs, you can buy some things that you need to get your build functional while you're learning mechanics of the game. And I feel like that's really it, that felt really good this league to me. Yeah. Like I was I was able to look at the skill tree and look at the skills and look at the things that that, that the build I was wanting to use used and kind of like start to wrap my head around how the game's mechanics work. And then like, oh, if I go buy this item and then you learn the things like, oh, I bought this item, but then now I don't have enough int, so I can't wear this amulet, which then breaks this and then breaks that. And then you're just like all these little things that you're going through, but that process is going to be super delayed if you can't even get the currency you need to buy your item because now it's 50 times more expensive. Yeah, I think so right there you have a solution is like well you can keep harvest crafting maybe the same up until a certain eye level and that way you're yeah. still like benefiting the new players trying to get in the maps and stuff like that so yeah i think there's like there's middle ground here uh yeah. <laughs> that, that, that the community and pue could reach uh, it just we just hope the right the right yeah. voices hit their ears and ggg smart though man we'll yeah. see we'll see what they do i sure. think until they disappoint i wouldn't be super freaked out you know yeah so yeah. Uh, and then in other ARPG news, the game that people are always here for, Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. Uh, they did like a, a another uh, little manifesto, upcoming improvements. Uh, I like what you wrote in the notes. <laughs> I, no one has to know what I wrote in the notes, okay? <laughs> Just calm down. Um, but yeah, so... Another kind of small update from from Wilson. It looks like they're going to make some pet improvements. They're adding more difficulty levels because I guess people were getting to the 187 and it was still too easy for them. I don't like. What do you think about like? What if tomorrow Diablo three added you know up to GR 160? Would that make the game better at all? Zero. Yeah. Zero. And that's kind of what they're doing here. Is like they're just adding more levels to like their version of the GR. Uh, so like this is like really mediocre to me um, but they're making pet improvements which is good because the pets kind of uh, were still 
lackluster summons. Uh, I guess they're going to give crafting system a better UI, which I definitely agree with. I'm not sure that I still, to this day, could like deterministically tell you exactly what you should expect from an Abyssal tier craft. Um, so that that's good. Definitely needed that. And then they're giving the ability to dodge through mobs by default. That was something you okay. had to spec into. I didn't um, remember that. Yeah, but cool. But yeah, I mean, like really small list. This is this is something we see again from Wilson. Yeah. You know, week after week is like ah, it's such a small list. Every changes. two months they have like a small like yeah. week patch. You know, but it's you know, I, yeah. I'm done with Wilson until there's a reason to play it. Yeah. Like I, I played it on launch. I went through the campaign and shelved it right after. It just it didn't do it for me, man. Right. It didn't have the things to make me want to play. And that, that's my alone. philosophy for yeah. like most games, man. It's just like I'm playing a game and if, as soon as I'm not having fun with it anymore, like I'm shelving it until there's a reason to come back. Um, I had a lot of fun with PoE this league. Uh, but I kind of started getting bored with it and I shelved it when next league hits I'm sure there'll be reasons for me to come back and I'll play it some more and then hopefully get a little further But it's like that with everything like every that's you know, that's just my mindset I, I can't make myself play something. That's not fun. So Wilson hasn't done anything since launch. That was like Yeah groundbreaking to me and yeah, and maybe I'm like I'm a bit more I wouldn't say fortunate. It's not the right word, but like I'm definitely in the same mindset of like, well, if I'm getting bored, then like I kind of want to jump ship. But I'm also never really tempted externally, right? Like I don't want to go play mm. the new Spider-Man. I don't want to yeah. like go play yeah, God of War. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so like yeah. to me, it often comes down to like, well, I'm still like liking the gameplay and there's nothing better out there. So like mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep playing and I don't mind that. Yeah. But I, I even wish that I could be even more focused, right? Like, I wish I could be that Rax or Bloodshed that could just grind D3 24-7 and, like, mm -hmm. be sane. Yeah, and I, I can't. I tried. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. I can't. Like, I literally end up hating myself because I'll wake up and it's like, what are you going to do tonight? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go go do rats. Like, I can't, man. Yeah. I, I Physically, like, I would rather just lay in bed and cry than go do rats <laughs> again, you know? Yeah. So um, it's crazy to me, man. And we talk about this a lot and it's like, what can, you know, is, is adding the follower system enough to carry the season? Is the new wizard set enough to carry the season? My answer is always no, it's not. Like, is it a phenomenal change? Yes. It's good quality of life. But Diablo, until Diablo 3 gets new end game, which it's never going to, right? Probably, yeah. It's, it's, it's the seasonal loop is what it is, man. The first two to three weeks of the season are going to be really fun. And then we wait till the next season to see what they've changed, to see what we're going to play. Um, that's just my personal mindset. Like, I don't, unless there's, an, like, because ultimately we're doing the same thing. We're still grinding greater rifts. Ultimately, it doesn't matter what set they give us or what powers they give us. We're still doing the same activity and it's greater rifts. Yeah. So until they give us a reason to do something else besides greater rifts, we already know what we're getting every season. Um, and that's not talking trash on the game. That's just what the game is. I think people got to accept games for what they are. And that's what Diablo is. Diablo is a super fun game for a couple weeks every quarter. You know, four times a year, the game's awesome for a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, so. And then we'll see. I would love just, just the ability to like make a little private Diablo League that lasts like three days. 
yeah so like a weekend yeah yeah or even if you could limit it to like hours played like think if you could do that right so you get <laughs> yeah. 40 hours to play yeah. and whoever's got the highest gr at the end of that for like so and you can do it for like the last a month but you know like you only get 40 hours in there so like yeah. it, the, like it could be open to so many people like that would just be so cool I think as I think this follower system that they just added is such a huge thing for SSF. If they would officially support SSF, mm-hmm. some like I don't know how hard that would be to code. To code a character that has a flag where you can never group up with somebody else. Right. Like, that's really all you'd have to do. Yeah. Is just flag the character can't accept groups. Yeah, you think, but I, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't know how hard it is, right. but like if they could do that with this follower change, oh my God, people would lose their minds, man. There would be so many SSF players this league, this yeah. season. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. I don't know. Me neither. Um, yeah. Is but that, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Oh, that's all we got. Two hours. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we got some questions for the podcast. Wait. If you guys. Oh, okay. Peach child right. loves fluffy. Why do okay. I have to remind you week after week? Come on. I'd, people honestly, freak out forget. on YouTube. I I, maybe it's only embedded in me because people are like, where's Fluff hates Peach child loves. Okay. Uh, what do I love this week? Man? What do you love this week? What do I love? My wife is, I, I usually I just spend whatever free time I have. I try to spend with the wifey and she, okay. uh, she's, she's a big show, TV show watcher, like movie watcher. Like that's kind of like something that we can do together. Because uh, we can't, we don't go out much anymore with Ronas. So she made me watch some crazy TV show, but I don't know the name of it. I was into it. Um, what do you hate? You tell me what you hate, and I'm gonna think of some loves. Sure. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of controversy in the Pee Wee uh, directory slash community right now, uh, <laughs> and you know, it always brings to light just how bad so many people are at like arguing their point of view or even like having an adult discussion like fear of media reaction is like okay you disagree with me so like oh you're fucking casual right like yeah it's one thing to say that jokingly but like right if that's your retort like and you don't even have like well i think that you're wrong because of this like you immediately jump to slandering people it's just like so like what how old are we like come on um I also don't, I like, I see a lot of people like, well, you're either like, you think this way and you agree with me, or you're the complete opposite side of the spectrum. And like, you know, Quinn tweeted out, like, he's like, you either think it should be deleted basically, or like you have small PP or like, there's, there's no middle ground. <laughs> it's just like, I, I feel like I'm in the middle, uh, but apparently I just have a small PP cause I don't agree with you. So yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> opinions like that are a little weird. But yeah, I well, you know, and you got. I think a lot of people have to realize that the content, the the hardcore content creator guys, sometimes react for memes totally, and, yeah. and say things for the reactions, and they don't represent the everybody. And I think yeah. GGG smart enough to realize that. I hope they're smart enough to realize that. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like when you when you when you have somebody that blasts Diablo three 150 million hours a season, that player is not representative of your community. Like right. that's the extreme outlier, you know. So, uh, but you know, that's the same for Pee Wee. But I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, 
For me, I would say my loves this week, man, we had some some decent-ish weather, finally. Mm, that's true. In, in good old St. Louis. And so I got to go back outside. My my wife and I like to go walk around the neighborhood on a daily. In St. You know? Louis, are you crazy? I, I don't live in, <laughs> in like the city limits. It's not that bad, Fluff. Kansas City's got a higher murder rate. Just throwing that out there. No, it definitely doesn't. It, didn't we look this up before? Yes. I think it does. I think no, it, does. it doesn't. Not yeah. even close. You're pulling statistics from oh like one God. year. Like one year. Listen. Uh, but no, it's been nice weather, man. So I've been going outside. I got the vet out. I got to go walking. Oh, like shit. it was, it was nice, man. It was good to to get some get some good weather. Um, and uh, we went out and had some some good food. So I've been I've been you know dieting hard for a long time. So I went out and, and indulged. Had some really crappy unhealthy food. It was pretty delicious. Not oh, yeah. So emos. Uh. Not emos, but dude, you just rip thanks. Maybe, maybe I'll get some. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, that's it though. Let's okay. jump into some Twitter questions. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, you can submit them uh, on our Twitters at the Peachild at Lord underscore underscore Fluffy, or we each have Discords. You can find links all over in the descriptions and all stuff. Uh, the first question comes from Isaac Danger. Isaac says, what would have to happen to make you not buy Diablo 4? It had to be extreme as hell for me not to buy the game. Yeah, I mean, I guess pay for power, right? Like straight up, the only way to like it? get would gear would be like still, you buy it. Buy it no, I wouldn't. It. No way. Yeah, you, if you, you knew, if you knew going into Diablo, that was straight up like, you don't even they earn sold, upgrades. They sold, yeah, they sold upgrades. You just like buy straight it. up, and you had I to pay sixty dollars for the game. Still, we'd still buy it. We still buy. No, the we game wouldn't. We'd probably it. get just for free it. as streamers. Yeah. We would never fucking yeah. buy it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the question. We would never. No. That's a that's a good one. That's I mean that's a that's a very bad case scenario. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It would it would be damn near impossible for me not to play it at least for a little bit. You know, I would have even if it was horrible, I'd, I'd either make fun of it for being so bad, or I would just you know, I, I don't know how long I could play it, but I would play it. Um, that's got to be the only thing I can think, even think of is microtransactions somehow, like some 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 kind of price point. Uh, if they're you know they raise the price to eighty bucks, and then it's like cash shop everything like you can't get any cosmetics unless you buy it and you can't get any power unless you buy it you know purchasable characters they launch with four base characters and then you got to buy everything else or something i don't know man what if they turn into like a original gauntlet legends where it's like well itemization wasn't really working out so we've scrapped it uh and now you have four buttons you can sign to xbay and uh <laughs> you guys just run around and hit those four buttons you you choose your Smile. class. Your class just yeah. has skills. Yeah, predetermined skills. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't Ooh. know, man. I have fond memories of Gauntlet Legends. Don't you? Yeah, for its time, but it would be. Total I haven't played shit it in now. like thirty years, I guess. But I remember as a kid playing Gauntlet Legends and being like, "This is the shit." Yeah. I love this game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Red Warrior has gained the level. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I still say I, that sometimes when I'm hungry. I'm like, Red Warrior needs food badly. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 
I, I haven't, um, I, I don't know. I, other than, other than microtransact, it's gotta be monetary based. This is the only thing that would keep me from buying the game because I would still play it. But there's a lot that they could do to make me not play the game after three or four weeks though. I think after, you know, a couple of weeks of gameplay, if they have itemization screwed up or the game's just overly casual, there, there's so many scary things that enter my mind. So, uh, Eddie says, uh, test for next season, season 24. Fluff books a holiday, but doesn't tell anybody but P. Uh, will the start date land on the holiday? If so, we know P is a mole that tells Blizzard to do it. <gasps> True. <laughs> True. Good not social Not much of a question there, but basically Eddie thinks I'm a mole. Yeah. He's about to get you, I guess. I think okay. he's right. You know, honestly, I had a pretty good relationship with Blizzard until, you know, you and I started hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did tell you to ask the question. You did. You like go yeah. up there and fuck them up, dude. <laughs> yeah, get them to boo Wyatt. <laughs> I totally. I told Fluffs. Here's here's the real story. And he's there. He's, he's filming. He's like boo. <laughs> <laughs> did I? I sent you the video of me recording you, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> did I? God, I hope hope I didn't. Uh, so <laughs> the story was: is we're in line. I'm like Fluff. If you can get them to boo Wyatt yeah. on stage. Yeah. Then I will. Uh, I'll buy you tacos at the taco shop. True, 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 true. So, he's like, easy, got this. Uh, big unit two zero says, if the fifth class, uh, the fifth Diablo four class is something completely new, never been in a Diablo game before. What would you want it to be? I think we both agree on this, right? Mm -hmm. The Death Knight. Yeah, yeah, Death Knight. Yeah, some kind of plate wearing, two hand wielding, death dark. wielding. Just darkness. Yeah, just badass. I, I kind of picture like the um, Lord of the Rings, the Nazgul, the yeah. leader. What was his name? The Witch King uh, of Angmar. Uh, yeah, the Witch King, man. I kind of I picture somebody like that. Mm -hmm. Like just badass looking menacing dude, you know. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, Maester Magus says, one of you must give up meat or dairy. Um, or you... One of you must give up meat or dairy, or you both lose. Or, or you both lose both. Who gives up what? Okay, I see the oh, question. Shit. So one of us has to give up meat. One of us has to give up dairy. If we, neither of us can agree, then we both lose both. I give up dairy. You give up meat. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the question is, is who can give up meat? Like, dude, meat's in everything, yeah. man. You can't. Like, I could live without. So if we lose dairy, we lose milk and cheese. And what else? Is that it? Yeah. What else would have dairy in it? Like eggs are literally everything. Eggs are meat. No. Like every eggs everything's meat. No, I'm just saying, like I've seen like if you gave up meat, you're gonna lose eggs, you're gonna lose I bacon. Mean, dairy's sauce, a lot of delicious steak. shit. Literally. Milk's in like everything. Like uh, what? Like literally everything. Just name like, something. Shit. No, it's not in it's not in cake. You don't put yes, milk in milk's in cake? What do you bake a cake with milk in it? You put water and egg. And like Okay, from like a pre-powdered box, maybe it only requires water and oil, maybe? I don't even know. I haven't baked a cake through a box in like 50 years. I haven't baked a cake from scratch. I've only baked a cake from a box. I so I don't know. Pour milk in there? I don't know. Like Yeah, butter. Uh butter bread. Bread doesn't it. have milk in it. Bread has milk in it? What do you want about? Bread has milk inside of it? Yes. They pour milk the into bread shit. when you make bread. The best bread has dairy. 
Mm, I don't know. If I had to give up bread, that'd suck too. I'd still give up dairy over meat, though, dude. To not of what course. are you gonna what are you That's gonna obviously eat? the better choice is to keep meat. Yeah. But like every every meal that I have has I'm just some. Saying, sort I mean, of meat. we gotta go, we gotta approach this from like a health perspective. Like you're always dieting. I'm not, you know, I've I've just got, you know, more muscle in my body. I need to sustain. So you gotta take one for the team here and just give up the meat. You're like five foot three, dude. <laughs> That's cute. That's super cute. You're like oh, seven foot one, but you still weigh a hundred pounds. Uh, me? Yeah. I mean, now I do. Dude, I didn't used to. Um yeah, I don't know though. It's yeah. Do you so we agree? I eat meat and you eat dairy. No, I eat meat, you eat dairy, because you're dieting all the time anyways. But that's all I eat is meat on the diet. Well, just switch that's to dairy. Diet. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're screwed. We're both just gonna lose both. Because nobody's gonna chuck it up and take the L, man. So uh foul biscuit says what is the best video game to get a non-gamer into video games true somebody that doesn't game and you're like man i need one i got the game it's gonna make you love games it depends on the person though right because like okay let's say that you didn't game but i kind of know like you hate campaign i don't think you're a big story driven fan right yeah. So if I gave you, like, see, but you liked Final Fantasy VII, so I don't even know. Let's say if I got years you a, ago, if I got you a Final Fantasy game and like you, you, you know, the story was like, oh man, this is this is sick. You might be like, this sucks. Like, when do I get to kill other real players? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it depends on the game, on the person. Um, okay, let's let's change it. Let's change it. Okay. If if we had to give our significant others one game. That we felt that we could like really bring him in. Um, okay. For for my wife, she would be into a murder mystery or survival horror style of game. But you'd have to be simplistic in controls. Yeah. Because I think it's what a, a lot of us don't realize we've been gaming for so long that controller or keyboard and mouse is so natural to us that somebody who's never done it it's impossible like they're running into walls they can't turn the camera so it'd have to be a simple based survival horror i don't know what any ideas i don't play survival horror games i think mm. they suck personally none because so, you want it to have like depth too because like it's got to keep them engaged mm. and then get them addicted maybe yeah yeah, yeah. so I would I would say some kind of scary. What about what about you? What are you gonna get? Someone said it. Uh, you know, it's something. I think Lindsay could probably get because there's no threat. Like you just play, and it seems like it's crazy addicted for a lot of people. But Animal Crossing. Yeah, I I got that for my daughter because she wanted it when it first. You know, when it was hyped when it came out, and um, she wanted it, and I was like, sure. So I bought it for her, and I was thinking like, I'll get into it too. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll play it because everybody loves it, and I watched her play it for like. 20 minutes <laughs> like, what, the, what is this man like no dude i'm not it's like watching me I, or me watching you play spider-man i guess spider-man was good dude. <laughs> you were into it you couldn't no, leave like, like, what, what happens fuck is this? finn where are you going finn come back so um yeah it was it, she couldn't get you know 
I, I didn't even play it. I never even booted it up on my account to even see what it was really about. I watched yeah. her enough, and I was like, nah, I'm good. So, um, the next question comes from Cartman Rules says, "What country is on your bucket list?" What country? I think it's funny, yeah, country. Because I'm like, you probably been to all of them. There's millions I haven't been to. There's a couple that I've really been wanting to go to for a while, but it's just really logistically difficult considering the things I want to do there. So like I've been wanting to do Bolivia and the road to death for a while, but it's been really difficult to track down anyone with a motorcycle. Is that the place you were trying to get me motorcycle biking with you and they show me the videos? Uh, no, that was Costa, right? Oh, there was some place where they were like wrecking trucks and rivers and shit and like cliffs. Oh yeah. That was uh Madagascar. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Bolivia is like, I, I had some whole, like a whole trip lined up and then like, the guy that was gonna like basically he's gonna sell me his motorcycle and I was gonna like buy it he's gonna buy it back when I like left the country basically <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but it wasn't like expensive so expensive that it, like it would have been that big of a deal basically yeah. um you just leave it at the airport but then like he's, he went dark for a while and I'm like hey man are we, are we like are we still on and he's like yeah I had to leave the country and I was like oh shit <laughs> you're like yeah he gets it's bad there I guess um yeah. And then the other one that's incredibly bad is Venezuela. Like Venezuela is just like, it's just so tough. What do you want to, to go there anything. for? So Venezuela has got this really unique um, landscape. Oh. Let me Googling Google it. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, there you go. Here's the Google. There's a tic-tac-toe board. Uh, yeah. So like the Angel Falls area is like, it's straight out of Avatar. Let me switch the scenes. You can see what I'm talking about. Like, oh yeah, that is. It's like cool. this plateau that's just like higher than everything, and like. So okay, so what if they had like a, there? a runway on the top, and they did like one of those? You seen those guys that have like the hang gliders, and they run and like jump off a mountain with the hang glider? Fuck yeah! Did you do that? Oh god, gotcha. you do it? I mean, maybe I I, I wouldn't just be like, here's the hang glider. No, no, no. like with a guy, <laughs> yeah, like a guy, the guy that's yeah. experienced the. Flight. No question, okay. no fucking question. Hmm. Instantly, without hesitation. What if there's like a ten percent? More like death rate. I mean, like hang gliding isn't ten percent. So let's just say, really let's just say question. this particular mountain. Let's just say like ninety percent of people are fine, but that ten percent, you got a ten percent chance to rip. You still gonna do it? Mm. What Don't. percent's what percent's low enough? Five percent? Yeah, I guess five, three, three, five, <laughs> three percent. It's like only 3% of people die. There's a sign. 3% of people will die. And you're still like, yeah, fuck it. I'm good. I'm going to go. Yeah, because it's like, you know, life changing. Sure. Okay. I'm with you. Um, For me, it was, it's Japan. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. why. Like, Japan would I'm be I'm so super sad awesome, about Japan, man. Because, like, I don't feel like going back to Japan in the next 10 years is going to be like going to Japan before. So I'm kind of sad. Why? Why do you feel that way? Because post-pandemic and like, you, you think it's changed that oh much? Oh my god! Like yes, I, like, I haven't kept track. Like, what's so much now? of like the, like the shops and stuff like just completely oh, shut no. down and like Either. no one's going out obviously and like that's half the fun of Japan is like being in those little I forget the the, the word is the alleyways. Of yeah, just yeah, and stuff. it's like they yeah. only have like five room for five people and like yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's like Japan just has crazy shit, this crazy shit and culture and stuff that you'll never see anywhere else. Totally. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, 
and I relate. There's so many things that they're into that I like. Like, you mm. know, I'm not an anime nerd, but I like it. Like, I don't hate it, you know? And, and like, it, it'd be cool to see it. Um, and like, just just the whole, I, just their culture in general, man. It's just really cool to me. And then some of the places, some of the landscapes you can see are so historic and old and, totally. and just awesome. So for me, it would be Japan. That's that's on my bucket list. Unfortunately, like that's like the last place on my wife's bucket list. Really? So. Yeah, it's crazy because like I, that's something that I'm like I would love to go here, and she's like my youngest daughter is like I want to go there too, and my wife's like absolutely not, <laughs> like I'd rather go to anywhere else. So that'll be one that I'll probably have to do solo or without her. You know, she's like I don't care, I don't want to go there. What's so, her time? Okay. What's your wife's time? Um, I, honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think she's been trying to talk me into going into Africa on a safari, which I think would actually be That'd really be cool. cool yeah. So. I think she's been wanting to do that. Um, but uh, the places that she looked up, that we looked at, like I, I Googled them a little bit and they had pretty high crime rates, like pretty bad. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. We might get You live in St. Louis. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I really do you don't. even understand? Like, no, do you? Yes. Listen, you live I've in one of the most Kansas. dangerous places in the world. That's why. That's why I'm so street Saint smart. St. Louis. You know, street smarts are insane, insane levels. Um, but yeah, that's my bucket list. Japan's for me, for sure. And then I think it'd be really cool to see, to go to, um, to see like some of the, like the Coliseum and some other places. So I guess you know, Rome mm -hmm. would be on that list eventually. It's crazy because I have no country, but... interest in like, Anglo-Saxon caucus people's history whatsoever. It's really Good. weird. Yeah. Mm. In our own history. I'm more like if I like to see like, you know, when I went to China and see so much of their history and like Japan, like, you know, it'd be really cool to see like, uh, oh my God, did you watch the, there's a Netflix, uh, like age of the samurai special. It's like <clears throat> real life history, but game of Thrones, like the samurais were fucking crazy. Like, all the yeah, warlords lord, and like, they're fighting they each other for like hundred years. Man. Like, oh my god, and this drama. Like, this dude killed they, his like mom in front of his other dude, but it's like his general. And he's like, you must be loyal to me, and then like he betrays him later on. It's like, oh my god. It, they had um they they had the show on the, the the channel that did MythBusters, I think, and maybe it was Spike back in the day. I don't remember, but they had a show uh where they took like modern period pieces and see who would win in a fight and they so they would take like a samurai versus like a, a viking or something and they would get like samurai mm, swordsmen mm. and they would like take their weapons and technology they had at the time and they were like let's see who can chop through like they would simulate like a body with like these flesh you know pig or cows or i don't know and like chop with the samurai sword but get like trained swordsmen to do these things it was cool, man. It, yeah. But they, the, the one I remember is the samurai one is they talked about the origins and how like samurai were kind of like basically badass, crazy. Like everybody thinks they were really honorable, but they were actually kind of, <laughs> kind of scumbag. Savage, yeah, dude. yeah. Like they were brutal, man. So, um, and then the last question we had comes from fit coconut. Fit coconut says, is there something that you hate on an irrational level? Hmm. On a rational level. Hmm. There are some people that bother me on an irrational level, but I don't necessarily want to say I hate them. 
Um, <laughs> which streamers are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. Um, so, uh, but hate, man, I don't hate very many things. I hate seafood. Yeah, seafood, man. I hate seafood. I can't even stomach the smell. It's disgusting. The nastiest stuff ever in life. Yeah. I mean, I guess I hate SpaghettiOs on an irrational level. Really? SpaghettiOs are so good with meatballs. Oh, man. If the clanky noise. All right, shit, can you call those meatballs? Are you sure? I, sure. The clanky noise the can makes when you scoop it out at the end, you're at the bottom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're so gross. Uh, no, I'm with you. I, it's, for me, it's seafood. Listen, man. for, our own, for your own say. safety and health, you have to choose dairy. I mean, because no, you're going to eat SpaghettiOs with the meatballs. No, you he, he couldn't. I wouldn't be able to eat. Yeah, exactly. So for your own health, you're going dairy is what I'm saying. I get the meat because no, you I can't live, make smart decisions. I could live off hamburger and steak and, and bacon and, you know. No, you don't need it. You're on a diet. It's fine. Just go milk. That's, yeah, just milk. I'm just going to live on cake. Apparently, apparently cake now. Yep. It's going to be funny. I'm going to get the list. People are going to start DMing me the list of like all the stuff that has milk in it. You're like, you couldn't eat this or this yeah. or this or this. You couldn't have water. Water has milk in it. Like, wait, what? No, it doesn't. That's it, man. All the questions Easy. we had this week. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, you can tweet us uh, at the peach out at Lord underscore underscore fluffy. Uh, and you can find me at all the places. Just search for the peach out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Lord underscore fluffy. Double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll see you boys you guys. next, next week. week. 140. 140. Already. Jeez. Crazy.